Hello, welcome. This is another rendition version, but the one and only No Friends podcast. But like many of these podcasts, I'm not here alone. I am here with Darren Hone. Look at that. Just gave you like a Dr. Seuss intro and everything, dude. Not everyone gets that. I do appreciate it. Uh, Just so you know, uh, we are both alone forever. Um, That is... Like in the universe, or I mean, like just because Emily's sitting right over there. Oh right? wow! And there's a, and there's a dog here, so not quite, but but yes, I I'm am, just dude. I'm just uh, projecting <laughs> for the most part. Uh, tell the people about yourself, Darren. Tell them who you guys, are. Tell um, the people. Just a guy. Uh, I uh, not in front of a girl. No, in front of a girl, I am <laughs> they them, um, and. <laughs> Or, you know, wh- however you want to refer to me. I could be, you know, you just some... I could be that thing if you wanted me to. Uh, just tell the people what you like okay, to do. Okay. Who are you? Do you got anything you want to plug before um, we start? And then just shoot yeah, the shit with me. Tell me what's I, on your mind. I uh, do my own podcast hey. with other podcaster, Jake Smith. Hey. The premise is we review movies, but it's not really about that. Uh Jake is in a cult, and I'm trying to get him out. For um, real? It's called Snickles. Yeah, he won't. Wait, wait, wait. Plug the show, and then like tell me about his cult. So it's on iTunes, Google Play. We're trying to get it on Spotify and Stitcher. It's called Snickles. Called Snickles. Um, it's like Rhett and Link, but if Rhett and Link were uh, abandoned by their parents, <laughs> um, if Rhett and Link uh, were not successful. This is maybe where Pretty they much. would go, yeah, or like they, before they were successful. They, so I don't sound like a dick. <laughs> yeah, if they if they lived out of their cars, that's what Snickles basically is. And uh, we, yeah, we have a YouTube channel. Check us out. It's just Snickles on YouTube. And I also uh, I make funny videos or whatever. Yeah, and you Instagram guys have an Instagram too, right? Yeah. Dare Bear Sanchez. Um, yeah, go go ahead and do. I don't know. Follow me or don't. I don't give a shit. <laughs> but uh, tell me about uh, this cult that he's in because I I went on their Snickles once. If you want to find the podcast episode of theirs with the worst audio quality, go check that one out. Courtesy of yours truly. Actually, I think we had one that got worse than that. Sick. After. Never mind. So you one you of the, worst. the second worst. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I forgot what the name of the episode is, but I forgot what the fuck. I think we reviewed like Captain Marvel or some shit. Yeah, something that was underwhelming, maybe. But I think it was about- called Hang Dong Horses, actually. Hang Dong Horses. Write that one down. That Man, I should get that tattooed across I think my that, forehead. I think that was the name of the episode. Uh, yeah, we but, had that. But, like, dude, now you got me thinking okay, the about cult, cult. The cult. Yes. Sorry. Uh, so... Don't tell Jake I said this. Okay, th- this is off the record, Because he doesn't know that he's in a cult. But uh, maybe he's not in a cult. Maybe it's a cult to you. Are you the one who's drinking the Kool-Aid? Okay, so let's get into this. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. I uh, I do love Kool-Aid. First off, <laughs> I do want to. I just want to put that on the record. Um, but Jake is. You can see a picture. There's an artist rendition of his leader <laughs> on the Snickles Instagram. It's just Snickles Movie Cast. I think is the Instagram. So leader, like there is someone who's in charge then. His name is Zorgog. Uh, he is Shut a. Up. Are uh, you serious right now? He is. I can show it here. I I'll bring out. You know what? I'm gonna pull up my fucking. I'm gonna pull up a 
photograph of this motherfucker. Just a, he's a lizard man. He has. Uh, you're not fucking with me. He right has now. a snake for a penis, which Jake doesn't think is a penis for whatever reason. Um, and it, it's scary to look at. And he wears. <laughs> what? He has Are, a cape. This is a picture of him. He wears a mask. Okay, That's dude, an artist that, rendition. Uh, okay, so he looks like. Imagine the Watchmen face combined with uh, the uh, the mask of uh, the killer from Scream, but when he's really high in Scary Movie. Pretty much, right? That's what the face looks like. And then he has like a pink cape and a, a snake dick wrapped around him that I thought was a rainbow at first. But the snake looks pretty chill about it. And the snake is uncircumcised for... Yeah, the snake has its... The snake still has its foreskin. Um <laughs> But yeah, there's also he has like wide. He has high hips. Whoa, dude. Okay, so seriously though, does he have like is he a part of a cult and like that's just like how he drew it or is this all just a gag? He doesn't want he doesn't look at it as a cult. What does he look at it as? Just a he, gathering of lovers and, and Yeah, he says gatherers? It's, he says it's a gathering of like-minded individuals oh who God. and the way he describes it. I mean, fuck, he to catch everybody up, because you're not going to go back and listen to every fucking episode of Snickles. No. So, to catch everybody up, he meets every week with this group of like-minded individuals, and they come together in a robe. They declothe themselves. They get into a robe. They go into a circle, all hold hands. They sing Come As You Are by Nirvana. And then okay, enough, enough. No, dude, you're making this up. Is this like a running thing that you guys got and going? Then they they share their like-minded thoughts, and I'm worried about him, dude. I don't know. I don't know what path this is going to lead down. He revealed to me that he <clears throat> he pays about eighteen thousand dollars every three weeks to the Zorgog guy okay, for dude, rent. You're, you're fucking with me. He said he makes twenty thousand off of the podcast somehow. Okay, this is welcome to the the No Friends podcast where we have no time to waste. Apparently, none at all, except all. No, of I it. need to tell everybody. We need to save Jake, everybody. Okay, yeah, save Jake. Uh, that was that was great. I was not expecting that. I actually believed you for a second, man. He uh, he had good. Me going. It's real. I think you need to. <laughs> Dude, if there's a cult that's giving out twenty thousand dollars, I'm gonna sign up for a day and I'm gonna. Leave. No, it's not giving out. It's taking eighteen thousand every three weeks from Jakey Boy, from Jake, from my co-host. But he's also making twenty thousand a week, so he's doing pretty well. Okay, his turnout. He says he just gets it from Venmo. I have not made a cent off of the podcast. We are not endorsed by anybody. We are not Yet. going to get endorsed by anybody if Jake fucking stays in this stupid cult and um i've never been so confused so afraid at the same time recording a no friends podcast because i i like want to think that you're joking but you're you're just sitting there smiling when i say these things and then you'll be like yeah so um jake has been taking their pills and uh drinking their kool-aid for a couple weeks there's no kool-aid in the cult as far as i know okay at least they're not doing that there are he did say there are injections that take place um welcome to the nonsense podcast (laughs) uh yeah and i dude i i read okay off on taking a detour it's kind of same the no friends podcast is for you to detour as much as you want until i say all right get the fuck out of that seat i'm driving Uh, i haven't said that yet so go ahead detour a fucking way okay so i was listening to another podcast uh 
called conspiracy theories about the Jonestown massacre. Just uplifting stuff here at the No Friends podcast. You can laugh like oh, like this. You don't need to move away. This ain't fucking chocolate. I'm rain. not laughing. I haven't smiled once this entire podcast. He's right. I'm sorry. I'm I'm trying to give you guys an impression of Darren that is not real. Um. Anyway, thank you, Julian. Um. There were. Okay, that shit. What do you think happened with the Jonestown? Do you know anything about the Jonestown massacre? Uh. N- no, I I don't want to say yes and then like reference another. By the massacre. way, I just found a fucking long ass hair growing out of the back of my neck. Oh shit, dude! I gotta think- pluck. Th- it's like multiple. Oh fuck! I gotta shave the back, <laughs> dude. Have you felt older than when you've found a long ass hair on the back of your neck? <sighs> See, my experience is different because I'm Jewish, so oh. those long back hairs. That's imagine that everywhere from the bottom of my ankles basically all the way up to the top of my head your chinny chin chin from your forehead to the tip of your tinky that's how they that's how they refer to it on in jonestown actually Um, where this massacre happened yeah so back to yeah back to the genocide tax here uh what 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 the fuck you think went down on that day this isn't the massacre that's at the beginning of watchmen is it no what wait is it maybe that's heaven's gate Fuck all these massacres, and I'm so uninformed. Like that, what happened at the beginning of? It's been probably 15 years since I've read Watchmen. No, no, no. It was at the beginning of the TV show. Like, have you watched the TV show? I was like, what the fuck? I don't remember anything. Um, no, I haven't seen the TV show. Oh well, at the beginning, it starts with the like the genocide at like this town, Black Wall Street. Thank you. Okay, well, Emily, thank you, is informing us <laughs> that it's Black Wall Street. That's what it's known as, and uh, that's a real. I've never heard of that. Is that a real thing? Yes, it, it is a real thing. That that was one of the cool things about the Watchmen show. I didn't watch the whole thing, but it started with that. I was like, oh, this is something to say. So like, it's it's cool that that's what they're dealing with, but that's not, I guess, the same massacre. But continue on about this massacre that you informed yourself about. Well, it was the podcast that informed me about it. Um, uh, I now inform my podcast because that's why you're here. Okay, so J- so Jim Jones, yeah, the, you know, bad boy extraordinaire Jim Jones, not to be confused with Mike Jones. That's I always confuse them. <laughs> that's so I'm funny you say to. that because whenever I'm listening to Mike Jones, uh, what the fuck song did Mike Jones make? I need a dime. That's top of the line. <laughs> Cute face, little waist, <laughs> yeah, uh, and and a lost, and a big, continue. big old, you know, big old big toe, big um, toe coming. That's from how the song goes. Fish row, <laughs> fish row, skid row. You know, <laughs> we got all the bundles of rows here. Uh, speaking of rows, there were rows. <laughs> <laughs> finally you're gonna break. Uh, so are we not gonna talk? Speaking about of the, rows, there have... were rows of bodies that were lined up. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so did you? Is that like all you wanted to say about that, or no? All I'm saying is that shit is fishy. Jim Jones murdered those people. I wanted to. I wanted. I I listened to that literally this morning, so it's been on my mind like for the past seven days. Okay, and nothing else. I I wish I knew more about it so I could. Yeah, people think that he was mind controlled by the CIA, Jim Jones, to kill a bunch of people, but it makes no sense. Uh, but but like. 
to bring this full circle to what you first brought up, you don't really. Sorry, I'm getting to total conspiracy cuck mode right here. <laughs> I just, I have a fucking soapbox. This is how I fucking. Yeah, I don't do this on my podcast because it's not allowed. We have rules. And oh. you said there's no friends here. So yeah. no friends. Friends equal rules in my fucking world. Yeah, dude. So, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to abuse your podcast like yeah, that. <laughs> I mean, as long as you don't like just start blatantly saying the N-word, I, I won't have to be like, all right, dude, we're done. We're, we're, we're done. Like that That's as far as like the rules really go. It's like, don't be a racist son of a bitch. And either yeah. way, even if you do, don't worry, dude, I'll just edit it out. No one will fucking know. <laughs> it's, yeah, that's going to be a big fucking yikes for me, baby. dog. Yeah, that is how Hollywood works is... Uh, yeah, you become Justin Bieber, you say a couple jokes with the N-word in them, and then the internet erases it. Yeah. And it's fine. Yeah. And then you just get covered in shitty tattoos, even though you're a billionaire. Well, even though, I mean, because you're a billionaire. Like, Jeff Bezos, where the fuck are his tattoos? I bet you Jeff Bezos has some sweet butt tattoos. Imagine... Yeah. Like he takes off his clothes and like he just has like a full body tattoo of like a money suit. Like, remember that guy in, like, the, was it, yeah, it was, like, the mid-90s. That guy was like, I know how to make money. You buy this book. Maybe that was just a DC ad. He would walk around with, like, a suit with, like, question marks on it, I think. Wait, DC, oh, wait. Because I'm from Washington, DC. Okay, I was going to ask if you meant Detective yeah. Comics or no, District no. of Columbia. Oh, no, the the shoe company, dude. Oh, District of Columbia Shoes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. DC skate Those, shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, that's what they. That's what all the Congress wears in DC is DC skate shoes. That's why they made them so they could get to work faster. Guys, uh, if you want uh, anyone in college listening to this, you can source this as your in your paper because that is factual, one hundred percent. Everything I say from now on is a fact. Yeah, uh, Donald Trump, eat your fucking heart out. Um, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, dude, uh, I wonder if Jeff Bezos has tattoos. Maybe he doesn't want any tattoos. Maybe I'm, he just wants to I'm, laugh at other people's misfortunes. I'm pretty sure you're wearing a funny hat right now. It's funny because we were just talking about, I just noticed that what you Oh, yeah, my hat has aged poorly, I realize. Has, yeah, yeah, this was a hat that I used to wear at a Mexican restaurant. I got it like during Cinco de Mayo, like first month I was there, they were giving out these hats and my hair kept getting on my face. I was like, give me that shit. That's now yeah. part of my uniform. So, yes. I, and without saying the name of it, why is it? Uh, relevant why is it not good why without mentioning the the direct name of what is why it isn't bad well i mean it's it's bad because like uh, it's related to maybe a certain flu like thing so yeah his hat says bird flu uh and it just has like a big <laughs> thumbs up dude come on stop lying them it says mad cow okay <laughs> no it's it's a corona hat and uh this hat is kind of dirty but uh i kind of like it like that Hey, there's the most famous person walking by the podcast yet. And there he goes. That's um that's Matt Reif. Have you had him on? Not yet. He doesn't want to give me that much of his time. Uh, oh, I yeah. see, I see. Well, boost your numbers, baby. Yeah, dude, look him up on Instagram, Matt Reif. Go see his shows. His stand-up actually doesn't suck, I would say, if it did. Wow. Like, okay. I, w I was super skeptical, but I went to see him. I was like, oh, dude, that was fucking hilarious. But uh, back to... The topic at hand, uh, yeah, I'm wearing a coronavirus hat. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's just a big thumbs up. Yeah, I didn't even realize it. Most of the time these days, I've been wearing uh, an Aqua Teen Hunger Force hat. Oh, I, did you actually have one? Uh, yeah, it's it's upstairs. It has uh, one of the Moon Knights. Because when you met me, uh, I was wearing my What You Say Again hat. 
Yeah, yeah. I, you were selling those. You still sell those. I on still Etsy. sell them, and no give one a, has yet to a buy nice them. Plug. I'm not giving it up, man. Uh, like that was my. I thought that was so clever. I was like, oh, my hat is responding to the other hat. That's so clever, and it's not. But uh, it's cool. I got that Aqua Teen hat because, like, my idea was like that hat, the What You Say Again hat, was the closest thing I could wear to walking around with like a middle finger on my head. But then when I got this Aqua Teen hat, it has the Moon Knight on it, who in their regular pose are flipping the bird. So, dream achieved. But your hat, I mean, I don't know. It it says one thing, and it it reminds me of like pedophile trying to uh, like bribe kids with candy. It is literally a uh, it is a lollipop that um, with an equals sign that uh, has a penis next to it. Lollipop equals penis. Uh, yeah. We're coming for you, H three H three podcast. It's it's a band I like. It's not. It's nothing to be. It's, it I says like the vans. Band. Okay, that's that's what I was going with. It was white van on a green hat. But uh, d- now that we're talking about hats, yeah, that's a cool topic. Uh, We've been everywhere already. Yeah, dude. and this is what you get for booking a booking. Yeah, you booked me. Yeah, uh, he got eight. paid. Like we're, I'm taking out for chicken sandwiches later. Foreshadowing. <laughs> hey, Sam, um, that's a dog. Yeah, this is what you get for putting a person with ADD on your podcast. Yeah, dude, this is what you get when you have someone with ADD hosting a podcast. <laughs> so this is going to be lots of tangents. Just yeah. letting you. This is going to be great. Yeah, dude. Uh tangent away. I mean, if you don't have anything else to say about hats, like you're wearing one. No. Nice I was waiting. I was anticipating what you were going to say. Oh, dude, like I, I was always say see like if I had a response. <laughs> you're doing pretty good, man. Yeah, that was the response. You're on fire as far as I'm concerned. But yeah, like I, I said already, dude, this is like whatever you want to talk about. This is the No Friends podcast where we have no friends, only buddies. And that is not to be taken seriously. You know, I sent someone this podcast. Like, I'm always asking for feedback on it because I don't think it's that great. That's why I was asking you, like, if you listened to my most recent episode, I was like, was the audio good? You're like, yeah, it sounded great. I'm like, oh, good, because I definitely listened to it, like, for a second. But my point is, is that where is it? What was my point? Uh, and it's gone. Um, and it's I just want to say you have had... A good handful of people on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, man. That's like, that was the idea, because I wanted to do some on my own and just keep bringing people on. You expect me to believe that all of those motherfuckers are buddies, and you have none of them have been your friends? Oh, yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, no, it's just a name. Like, because when I was trying to think of my podcast, like, just like how I'm sure, like, when you were trying to think of your podcast... Like, you don't want to just come out and say, like, the Julian Hemmendinger show, you know? Like, some people can do that, and if, like, there's one guy I know who has his name in his podcast, and I think it works for him. Because, number one, I don't want to lose that connection. Um, He's a really nice guy. I'm just kidding. But his thing is all about marketing and, like, promo. So I'm like, hey, man, like, if your dick is your brand, put that shit on the front. But other than that, dude, my biggest inspiration for this podcast is uh, the website I told you about was uh, Double Toasted, which was originally Spill.com, and they would do movie reviews. And I just, I love that he explained one day, like, that they just came up with a name, and it was just like, yeah, fun name. You know, it doesn't have to be, like, the movie guys do movie stuff. And that's why I like your name, Snickles. It's like, what the fuck is that? You're snickering, you're giggling, you're snickling. That's what it became, ultimately. 
ultimately, thank you for realizing that because we honestly had, okay, so that started, Jake had another podcast called Get Jake to Space and the whole premise of it is- Wow, fired. Instantly. Get your name out of there, dude. It's how he's going to get to space and he fucking would like, like do these like- poems and facts it was actually really interesting Dude, that he sounds, stopped doing it that sounds like something that i should make into a documentary it's like look how sad and pathetic this person is no one was no i'm kidding <laughs> dude it was yeah i mean no he, but that sounds he basically cool. yeah he basically talked about like how like he theoretically could go to space despite being so such a normal person and like fuck yeah it was like it was pretty good uh and he's fucking then i came along he's like why don't we do a podcast yeah and uh and then, that was boring can we talk about movies like, yeah i like movies and that's like he had me on for a fucking would you get jake to space we were supposed to talk about space all we talked about was the movie hereditary for like two hours and then you he was dug like, that movie I did. Okay, you did said you that know? like, oh man, are you? No, dude, I just know people who are not fans of it. I like uh, movies that are slow burns and horror movies like that. I'm I'm a big fan, and and I don't mind shifting gears into movies because I have like um a bland question that I can ask, and you know, like we'll probably like just like fucks around like for the first like hour or so, and then like I'll we'll bring up like the movie that we were gonna discuss because we'll have a bit I think to discuss, and we'll deviate from there. I'm, I'm sure. By the way, I'm worried about breathing into this. Mic. Microphone I don't right now. think it's not that good. that's it's not fine. distracting. I, I don't think that. I think I. Th- okay, if you do it like that, maybe. But like, if you want to, it's not get, distracting. Like uh, I'm. Let, let's see if it's picking it up. Like look how look how quiet that is, dude. I mean, don't wow, do it like okay. that. But like, I'm just like. No, that's just like how if, I breathe. That's why I'm taking it. I'm taking breaks <laughs> away from the microphone. I see. Yeah, he's he's uh he's doing this podcast like uh it's a chocolate rain music video. I move away from the mic to breathe. Yeah, talk about old school references. Oh, yeah. But uh, one of the things that uh, when I was first like thinking about doing this podcast and how I want to do it, uh, I knew I want movies are going to be a part of it because like I, I need something in my life that means something that I love. Uh, ignore that. That was a dumb statement. But my point is, is that I love movies and I want to talk about them. And I was asking people like, hey, what's like somebody like since like we're into the new decade? Like, I know I didn't ask you and I'm putting you on the spot, but what are some movies from the last 10 years that you're like, ooh, these are like my top of the decade? And it's a fucked up question. Um, I think... Because most people, yeah, right? <laughs> most people end up just mentioning movies that came out like in 2019 or 2018. It's so hard it's not to that, because it's over our mind. Yeah, but at the same time, like the technology has gotten better. People have learned from storytelling, and like better movies have been coming out. Like my favorite movie of all time I saw last year, dude. Joker. Climax. Uh wait, last. Oh wait, no, that came out. That technically, technically in the U.S. 2019. Damn. So I consider. I don't give a fuck, dude. My Dude. movies, my rules, not my movies. Interesting story way. about how I saw a Climax. Oh, you're one of the few people that's seen it. Sick. Dude, first time, I, like, so Jake did talk about it on the podcast, and, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. and he gave it high praise, and I was like, oh, I gotta fucking see that. Never got a chance to. I saw a very... <laughs> so you never saw it? <laughs> no, I saw it, but never got a chance to until fucking... Came out I was, on Amazon. I ended up weird... I, I don't want to talk about the series of events that led me to this point, but I was at Lena Paul's house and she was like, she was like, Hey, have you seen this movie climax? And Who's like, Lena Paul real quick? Is that she's, someone I should know? She is a, an adult film star. You know, adult film stars. I sure. 
Let's go with that. Oh, dude, that'll be interesting. Go on. Oh. So so she showed, wow, dude, a porn star showed you Climax. That is Ironic, metal. right? It is metal, dude. It's ironic. That was the first time I fucking saw it, and uh, <laughs> there was another person there who was like, I don't fucking understand what this movie is. It's because it's in French, and some people are like, Ugh. And me and Lena were like, whoa, that fuck, this fucking movie is amazing. Yeah, uh, right? And yeah, it was like, it's one of those movies that's like tough to watch. Yeah. It's kind of like Requiem for a Dream a little bit. It reminds me of his first movie, Irreversible. Never saw it. it I mean, I was referencing it when we were watching uh, the end of uh, Super Size Me 2 here a few minutes ago. But uh, that movie opens with like these almost hard to decipher shots. It's like it's very dark and there's red light. And the first thing that you can like clearly tell what it is, it's a dick. And it's lit in this threatening ass light. And if that doesn't sum up Climax, I don't know what will. But the thing that was interesting about Climax for me is uh, I'm fluent in French. So I'm blessed that I was able to watch that movie without subtitles. And not that I think the subtitles have that much of an effect on it, but I think that you're able to watch more of the nuances of the performances. Because one thing that I've heard people say, which I 100% disagree with, is they criticize the dialogue and they criticize the performances, which is fucking nuts. I think those actors knock it out of the park. I've met people in, like, the French culture who are like those people. It's a very specific type of douche, you know what I mean? Yes. And, and like I've said this on here when I was doing my top 10 of the decade, but the way that that movie uh, introduces characters and then develops their characters through dialogue and through movement, masterful. Are we spoiling these movies? Fuck yeah, on? dude. Okay. Uh, spoilers for Climax. I feel <laughs> like the way... Ah, oh, that spoiled my Climax. Uh, horrible joke. But, but you can edit that out. I don't edit anything. <laughs> uh, I, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, uh, the I think it's a half hour before it ends. That's when it hits the fan. Each of <laughs> yeah, like, because they so. show the credits. Each, each in of the, the fucking of the movie. oh yeah, they do yeah. That when my mom was asking me to recommend movies to her because my mom loves like she loves when I watch things in French because she's weird and. Uh, I wanted to recommend the movie to her, but I was like, listen carefully. When the credits come up for you, Mom, the movie's over for you, okay? <laughs> Everyone else can keep watching, but for you, leave the fucking room, because I think you wanted to say what happens after that part. Well, I was just going to say, each of the characters' deaths, I'd say, characterize the character. Yeah, like, so they, they put a story... I mean, it's a fucking movie, so yeah, there's a story behind each death, but like I think each character's death in that movie is representative of each of the characters flaws, definitely essentially yeah. yeah and and it does a lot of the artsy fartsy stuff but to me it just when you hit the nail on the head there's a right way to do it you can hit the nail too hard or you can hit it not hard enough and that movie for me hit it just right like nothing felt forced and a movie like that, everything should feel forced. But because of the context of someone spiking the punch and they slowly introducing certain things, like when they lock that kid in the room and he's unable to get out, that came across as a surprise because they had been like doing it already, you know, kind of hinting at it. And then when it happens, you're like, oh, fuck, dude. It's a good thing that kid's in there. Like, and you know oh, what's yeah. funny? You know what horror movie, um, what's it called? That movie is kind of similar to. In a fucked up way, if you think about it. Suspiria. 
Yes, there are elements of Suspiria 100%. It's Suspiria combined with another classic horror movie. Less obscure. Like one of the greatest, dude. Uh, the I, greatest. You just say it. I'm not going to guess The it. Thing. Oh, okay. Right? Well, yeah, I guess the isolation aspect of yeah, it. Yeah, isolation surrounded by snow. Yeah. The only thing is there wasn't a dog looking suspicious at as fuck. At the end, there actually was a dog. Was they there? brought in a dog at the end, didn't That's they? That's right. They did. So never mind. There is a dog who There's looks suspicious There's a fucking dog. Fuck. But uh, for me, uh, I fell in love with that movie when, and this is going to, I'm going to sound like a monster right now, but when- When the kid died. Uh. Did that even happen to the? Yeah, the kid did he die. Fucking, yeah, he ate it hard. And um, I, no, and you were rock that. hard when that happened. Yeah, dude, I that was when I climaxed. <laughs> uh, no, it was when the woman who's pregnant gets pushed to the ground, and then uh, and then the kid dies in no, her inside no, and then her. Someone kicks her in the stomach, dude. Oh yeah, that's very early in the movie. <laughs> That's for, not early in the movie. For what for what it is, that's for like, being in the movie at all, it's too early in the movie. <laughs> I don't know. To me, that moment made perfect sense, and again, it developed the relationship of the characters, and it gave you almost like a backstory, and it showed jealousy and like all these things, and then, then the next scene that happens, which is just like a mind fuck. It's just a culmination of the whole movie. For me, I think the reason why I love it so much, just to like put a pin in it for me so you can talk and I'm not just blabbering. No, I love this. It's great. Uh, it was, um, it was what's it called? I had an idea for a film where I went to a rave and I was like, dude, I love the vibe and everything about this. I'd love to see a movie tell a story like this, but through dialogue, only through the music. And I... And only watching Climax, where I was like, that's a stupid fucking idea. But the thing that, that they had in that that had carry over from my concept was that you see these characters talk to each other, and then you hear them... Uh, sorry, my computer is kind of old, and it makes funky noises. Um, but... Uh, hey, if it's not picking up my breath, it's probably not picking up the... Nah, it's not, but it's, it's just breath. it was distracting me. But my point was, is uh, the characters, they interact with each other, and that develops them, and then, or it sets it up, and then you see them dance together, and that is their character development. And that was me, like, going, whoa! Yeah. Like, like that talk about showing and not telling, you know? And I I, I love that. That's why Gaspar Noé is one of my favorite filmmakers now. Like, he's just pff, out of sight, out of mind, dude. That whole movie is very show-don't-tell. It's like, the, the, the whole time, it's it's essentially just like, I mean, yeah, like people can criticize the dialogue, but there isn't that much, and it's like it almost. And and by the way, none of those people. I think there's one actual actor in the whole there's movie. There's one recognizable actor. I think a lot of the other ones are French. That's well, the, the thing. Uh, well, I mean, like by one actor, one person who's done acting before. None of those other people. They're all dancers. Okay, so they have experience in performance, though. Is the yeah, thing. yeah, but they're not. None of them have been like, in movies and shit like that. It is a douchey thing to say, like, you're not an actor, you're yeah, a dancer. Of, <laughs> you know, it's funny, uh, one of the comedians, actually Callahan Welsh, who was on one of the previous episodes here, he's he's takes stand-up comedy very, very seriously, and he takes titles, you know, very seriously, and... And a few like months or weeks after meeting him, I called myself an actor. He's like, "You're not. I've never seen you in a movie before." And like, we kept going back and forth with him. And I was like, "All right, dude. Like, I got fucking paid. Like, I was a paid actor to play Templeton the Rat in the traveling performance of Charlotte's Web. I'm an actor." When was this? 
This was when uh, I first moved to L.A. I was living in a walk-in closet, and I did a traveling performance of it. it. The audition was in Anaheim for this thing called Phantom Theater Projects, and the only reason I was able to do it is because the girl who played Charlotte lived near Sunset, so I would crash at her house. We would wake up at around, like, 4 a.m., and uh, we would drive down to Anaheim, and we would do a couple shows. Like, we had only, like, four rehearsals or something, and uh, they were like a couple hours each. And wow. I, I, had, I had to do probably 20, 30 hours of script work on my own. Like I came up with the voice on my well, actually the voice like they kind of inspired it. Like when I went into the audition, like when I went in the audition, I was like, oh, rat, I'm going to do my New Yorker accent. And I basically went in there and did my Bobby Bottle Service voice, which is uh, the douche from Sausage Party. Oh, I'm aware. And I was like, hey, yo, I'm Templeton the rat. How you doing? <laughs> and like doing all this, the director like cleared his throat. He's like, um. That was great, um, but that was horrifying. Uh, do you think that you could lower it a couple octaves? So I just started doing this, and I raised it a couple octaves, and then there you go, but I'm being valuable. And it kind of sounds like Whitey, but I, it doesn't matter. So, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, it's like recording with a senile person. It's so. like, are you okay? Are you still here? Like, am I in danger? The answer is yes. <laughs> so... You essentially, I'm trying to fucking think of what character that fucking sounds like. You sound, ju- I mean, you sound like a rat for sure. Thanks, man. That's what I was going for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I like I, I've I talked just... to some rats and they do sound like they sound just like you. Look, I was born in New York. I know a rat when I fucking see Dude, one. You got the whiskers for I it. I could fucking walk. I could make a documentary about rats. <laughs> But that's one of those voices that uh, I just got in my pocket now, you know, like I just made a voiceover reel uh, a few weeks or a few months ago now. And that was one of the voices I threw in there. Like you may have heard like someone do that similar voice, but I can't place it. And that's Mm -hmm. one thing that I got in my back pocket just in case, you know, I get one of these nice auditions for a voiceover role because I think that that is a a well because I you know I did it so much like the voices you know like when you do a character in a play like it it evolves you find a place you know Mm -hmm. like uh and I feel like that character is now well the voice is well rounded enough that like if I'm in the right place at the right time someone be like yes that is our Cartoon Network character yeah hopefully that I gotta dream big I mean yeah wake up every morning look yourself in the mirror every morning promptly at 1 (laughs) p.m. say hi my name is Templeton the Rat Hello there, my name is Templeton the Rat, and I but like you, food. Jesus. You say it in 17 different dialects, and then you're good to go for the rest of the Je day. Sais pas si je peux faire en français. Well, that, that's, that's too scary for me, dude. Spooky. Yeah. <laughs> that chilled me to my bone just now. <laughs> that's horrif- That's more scary than your than your douche. Yeah, that one's kind of fucking scary. Uh, you know what voice I like to do, but... I do it on stand-up sometimes, yeah. and I haven't found the right stick for it. Maybe you'll like it. We can workshop this a bitch. I like how... Are we going to workshop this on the podcast? workshop this a bitch, okay. yeah. I okay. kind of like how the energy you're bringing, and we're just like totally flowing like this, because that's the idea that I had. Like, the biggest... Like, another tangent from the tangent, but I'll remember to get back to the voices thing. Uh, I, my biggest inspiration was this original podcast called Let's Do This, where the idea was it was this guy and his robot friend, the co-host 3000, and they would just bullshit and they would record for like four hours sometimes and they would just like just start talking about stuff and they'd be like all right uh for about an hour they'd be like you ready to start the show now and then like they'd be like here comes the bullshit train 
poo poo. Like it was it was a whole thing. Like even before I started this podcast, I was thinking of ripping them off hard, calling it the bullshit skateboard. But that's why I like just like going bah bah. Because like once like we get some idea of like a conversation started and like, you know, you tangent, it's like people can follow it, you know. I know because I was one of those people's following. But either way, the the voice that I was doing is uh Buffalo Bill. And I've been trying different ideas. And like for a while when I first started doing stand up, I would be like uh, Buffalo Bell grocery shopping and be like, I like to go to the produce section and I feel all the bumps on the cucumbers. That's a pretty solid Buffalo Bill. Yeah, I don't like to put plastic bags around my vegetables. I like That's... to feel the weight in my hand basket. Jesus. Sorry for stepping on it. Just no, now, no, but, it's uh, fine. Step on me, bro. I like but, it. But, um, yeah, holy shit, that's more terrifying than any of the other ones. If you did, if you did, if you spoke French as Buffalo Bill, yeah, uh, <laughs> you got to make sure the doors are locked in the fucking theater because everybody <laughs> is going to want to leave. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> no, dude, and I'm glad that you're giving me such good feedback on it because, like, I tried doing him grocery shopping and then I tried him being uh, someone who welcomes people at Walmart. Welcome to Walmart. Can I touch your arm? <laughs> dude, okay, there's a guy that's funny because I'm from Denver and there's a fucking guy that always used to be working at Walmart who actually, no fucking joke, was the door greeter. He never asked to, like, touch people's arms. <laughs> But, like, he fucking sounded exactly like Buffalo Bill. So that's crazy that you mentioned that because he sounded exactly like how you sound. Oh, wow. And I think he was, like, old and he Did was, he have like that slouchy. same, like, gross haircut? He was bald. He was, like, ring bald. He was, like, cul-de-sac bald. Yup, he had that gross haircut. <laughs> yeah. Slicked back, like, with, like, three hairs on the front of his head. Yeah. Got that eight head instead S- of a forehead. Sometimes he wore a hat, but <laughs> also this is a commentary on how often I went to I go to Walmart. Um, yeah, dude. Probably not good for society, but, no, you know. No, it's not. Walmart's <laughs> super out there. Um, you heard it here first, folks. Uh, no friends podcast endorses the statement. Fuck you, Walmart. Uh, Endorsed, check mark, and and by by fuck you, Walmart. It's fuck you. Period. Walmart. What's up with okay, that? Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good. I'm not. Uh, no man. Reducing wanna... your chances of getting any endorsement on this, podcast. bro. Like the whole like everyone. Talks... Walmart's the first person to be like, hey, we'll give you a thousand dollars a show. Oh, you'll be man. like, you'll be like. All right, ah, come on, me. let's wall this, Mark. <laughs> um, and there goes all the steam, dude. Yeah, there, there, there it goes. goes, there it goes. But uh, let's go back to the first conversation when we started talking about climate. That's exactly what I was just trying to fucking. I was like, what? Where did we come from just now? <laughs> what to are get we? to fuck you, Walmart? <laughs> um, it was uh, but yeah, just tell me, like, have has anything come to mind? Like, just favorite movies of the last ten. Oh years. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. technically, the way that I'm doing it, it's either you want to include it's 2010 to 2019 or 2011 to 2020, because both time frames are a decade. I did 2010 to 2019 because one of my favorite movies, Exit Through the Gift Shop, came out in 2010, and I had to have oh, that on this list. That barely makes the cut, yeah, doesn't it? It's a um, fucking amazing movie, though. Favorite movie is Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. That is the best movie that did not come out this decade, dude. Are you? Are you? 
I'm a hundred percent sure. 2019. That that was a 2003 release. How that do you was know? Because so, because it was po- the third one. You it think was it some post 9/11 shit that came out was when it I was 9/11? in high yeah, dude. Some post 9/11 shit that came out when I was in high school. I remember at a friend's house, like we were, you know, like all hanging out, like after like a night of illegal drinking, we're there, like weirdly looking hungover to his parents, you don't suspect a thing, and we're all smelling like shit watching Tokyo Drift, going, "What is this?" Uh, I remember my friend back in Colorado wanted to marathon every Fast and Furious movie as like. Actually, as a celebration of like me living there before I moved here. Sorry, uh, Tokyo Drift, two thousand six. So still some posts. So you're you're shit. fucking. But I was spot you're on. You're off base. Dude, you're completely. I, I was spot on, man. Because I just had the years wrong, like two thousand three. Like I guess that was that would make it way too old. I think that's when the first one came out. But uh, that that dude, I graduated in two thousand nine. So that fits the fucking timeline, it bro. It does, yeah. It does. Yeah. Why don't you uh, go to space yeah. with that one? Speaking of going to space, but uh, uh, it's funny you're talking about it. Have I like watching all of them in a row? Uh, I watch. I get together online with uh, some friends because I'm fucking cool. And uh, every Saturday we watch bad movies. I think I might have told you about this at one point or nice. another. And uh, we've been going through some of the Fast and the Furious movies recently, and I've seen all of them. I'm pretty sure. But What's the best one? Come on, baby. Give a, give us an answer. I was just going to say, I think it's like the fifth or like maybe like the seventh. I'm not even sure, dude. That's the thing is I always tell people like, man, I can't believe they're still making this movie. So I was like, look, dude, it doesn't get good until the fifth one. Okay. <laughs> like That's what this, everybody says. No joke. I, I remember watching the fifth one in theaters. Like I was still at home and I was just like mind blown sitting alone in that theater like alone like as in i was with no friends because this is the no friends podcast quick plug but i was sitting plugging there. your own podcast on the podcast that we're doing it's the only way to do it bro and uh copy i that. was yeah copyright that either way plagiarism my point is uh yeah, I remember watching The Rock tackling Vin Diesel out of like some sheds in Brazil. And I was like, this looks fucking amazing. That's like, the first one with The Rock. I don't yeah. think I've seen that one. That's the first that's one with The, the Rock, fifth right? One, dude. Well, Fast Five is really good. And but that's I know the first it, one that The Rock is in, yes. right? Okay. And that was where they kind of reinvented the series. Like the fourth one hints at it, but like that one tickles its butthole, that idea, too much. Okay. And it doesn't like fall through with it. Like the fourth one starts really really strong and it has like some of their like side iconic characters like Tweedledum and Tweedledee those two guys who, those like, are my favorite characters yeah in the Fast they're really franchise. good dude yeah. I, they're they're goofy looking I like them yeah but it oh that's the one that opens with them robbing the gas tanks remember the oh yeah 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 remember Which and they one? have like the trucks spin around and then like they drag away the gas tanks yeah, is that the one where, yeah, they're dragging that giant fucking vault through the city? Is that that that's one? That's the fifth one. That's the or fifth the one. the sixth one, maybe. I okay, don't I heard that's a car. What? That the vault, vault is a car that they put a box around. Oh, and it spins? Like. Oh, no, I get it. I get it. Yeah, so when yeah. it was sliding on the street, that's smart. That's a cool effect. Yeah. Dude, you brought up Rhett and Link, and since we're shifting gears like crazy, did you see Rhett and Link when they turned a deep dish pizza into a car? I they did that recently. Don't, it's funny. Holy shit. Okay, so this I is all coming with, full circle I just, now. I just blew Darren's mind. I I don't really watch Rhett and Link that much. Wow. I know that I know you okay, foes, I did first one, I, I did want to fucking <laughs> I do want to mention that cuz Jake and I ended up doing some experiments that are like 
really written link inspired when we didn't know it like uh, we have a we have a youtube series that's coming out soon called serialize where serialize you jake, watch it with your eyes J- yeah <laughs> jake spins a wheel and it picks a snack food and uh-huh. he has to put it in a bowl and see how well it it's cereal tastes as cereal yeah they um, did that they fucking did that yeah they did oh that oh my they, god they, dude they have it one of my favorite things they do is they call it their will it series and they've evolved. Like it used I've to be- seen Will It Hot Dog. I've yeah. seen that. I haven't so, seen the cereal one. Though. Their first one was like Will It Taco. And it was pretty lame. Like they would just take the food, put it in a taco shell. Yeah. That was like four years ago, I think. Now, dude, they have like their own chef who they've hired who I really love. He has his own channel. It's called Good Mythical Kitchen or something. Yeah. They hit a million subscribers like instantly. He has a tattoo of a spork right here on his arm. That's why I was holding up my arm. But uh, what's it called? Uh, they've been doing fancy fast food. So they'll make like they made a Baconator, but for like $300. They put fucking duck bacon on it. But We uh, don't have this, that kind of budget. I know, but like the Willet cereal thing, they were doing what you're talking about. I think they did it with hot Cheetos, and they did it with uh, <laughs> they did it with goldfish. But, <laughs> but you know what ended up being like the best, but they're like, this will kill you? Skittles. <laughs> Dude, this they makes me- Skittle this, milk was amazing. This bums me out to know, because we, neither Jake or myself- I feel for you, It's funny because not only do we fucking both kind of look like younger versions of Rhett and Link, Jake, yeah. Jake's got the long- Dark hair. I got the long fucking blonde hair and the facial hair and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it. And our fucking, our fucking channel is called Snickles. Which every time someone searches Snickles, fucking Rhett and Link's Snickles video comes up where they put a Snickers inside a pickle. Yeah, I remember that. And we we had no idea about any of this shit, dude. They're so fucking clever. I don't know if <laughs> they I've... are. I'm not knocking them. I just it just sucks because like we don't. You know why? It's because they have they hired a bunch of writers who just came in to fuck around with them. And that's what they do. They'll be like, oh, what about this? Like, to me, like, a bunch of their ideas seems like in a locked room, they have someone there with, like, just tons of weed and snacks. And they just, like, every once in a while, they're like, hey, what would be crazy? He'd be like, what if, like, we took a water filter and we didn't put water in it? And then they made four videos like that. Jesus Christ! Each one of them over. That's a our. That's views. our other fucking video, dude. They already no, have. I'm you just beat. kidding. I know. <laughs> no. Uh. No. I. I am bummed the fuck out about this. Dude, I. <laughs> I'm realizing was... this literally right now on this podcast that we are potentially <laughs> stealing material without even knowing but it. Because literally, Jake did hot tamales as his fucking cereal, and then he made me suffer in watching it. And that's the video. I don't know if they did. They might have done that, dude. But they. They definitely did the The go- hot Cheetos is so close. They they did definitely the goldfish cereal. Yeah, we we that was on the wheel. Goldfish is on the wheel. Uh it's been done, Dude, it's been done. I yeah, am keep talking. I'm I am beside myself with anger about this realization right now. Um I mean, Rent and Link, dude, they they've been in the they're like kind of like the podcast I listen to Double Toasted. Like they're they're way bigger Rent and Link, don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, for but sure. But the thing is is Double Toasted, they started before Spill, they were the real deal. And before that even, they were just black guy on public access in Austin, Texas, you know, and that was over, that was probably close to like 30 years ago now. Yeah. And that's nuts. So he was practicing using a switcher, all this stuff, doing movie reviews, doing YouTube before it was a thing. And that's where I bring them up, Rhett and Link. They used to do like 
you can tell by the way if you've watched have you watched their shows at all oh yeah i like i Dude. think their shows are great Link, however i don't Link know is, enough about them to not fucking potentially so i don't know if this is all ideas. just conjecture from my brain i think link is a very good improviser i think that ret is a fucking master damn i think that, that i don't know guy, the difference between the two I don't well know like who's someone who. who's like you know who knows improv like who's probably good no no i mean the two guys i don't oh, know oh the guy with who. the beard the guy with the big beard and the crazy hair the red hair okay that's ret he to me i think that he is the funniest dude and and, and i think he's just like so quick on his feet i mentioned that uh this comes full circle because um I mentioned watching Climax at Lena Paul's house. First time I ever met Lena Paul at this restaurant, Rhett and Link were sitting right next to us, fucking eating. This is what? all coming full circle, dude. It's, are you, are you my mind's right getting now? blown. Yes, they were. Did like, you talk to them? No, I didn't talk to them. But because I, I would be like, "Yo, guys, um, do I you don't... need anyone to lick your boots or suck your <laughs> dick in the bathroom right now? Because I could really use a job." Once again, you, I'm not kidding, dude. One thing I've noticed, and like, see, look, this video that just randomly popped up. Look out the window behind him. I know this is some stalker shit. I'm saying, but like, I recognize the area a bit because they shoot. <laughs> I, I'm like 90% sure that their studio is like in Burbank because I, again, stalkerish tendencies. They mention North Hollywood and Burbank. And there's that on West Magnolia, right before the, uh, the LA Connection Theater from here. Uh, that's something that no one needs to look up. I'm just giving reference to Darren. Uh, the uh, what's it called? They there's a studio called like Spark Bang or something, and it looks very low key, but the sign is really nice. I think and, it's Spank Bang. It's a porn website. Um, no, oh, that's not okay. It. No, right. that would be like the nicest porn studio you've ever seen. Like where they're updating the sign and it's clean, dude. I don't no. know, dude. No, uh, it's not. It's not that. It is not. But let me see if I can Porn's find it. Porn's got a lot of money. It does, but from only old Russian people. Either way, I can't find the the clip exactly that I was thinking of, but they, they're out there, bro. And it was nearby. It was bizarre because my girlfriend at the time, uh, we were just eating, and she like looks over and she's like, is that, are those guys on YouTube? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's Rhett and Link. And uh, I didn't know, I don't know enough about them. And I hate, I also just hate going up to people that I recognize from like, other shit and being like oh my god i know who you are really i hate doing that shit so much like there's a way to do it i think let's talk about this a bit okay because i'm one of those people who i have no shame in approaching people because you can quickly tell when you meet someone of status if they're real like a three dollar bill or if they're kind of a jerk or if they just don't give a shit or if they're just having a bad day and you know like people in general like who aren't like you know well known they can still have these types of days but like the thing that i noticed and it was when i first met like my first famous person in la someone had brought me to the comedy store i hadn't even started doing stand-up yet and then boom all of a sudden this group of like six people walk by four people pass and who's that philip defranco's right there and without skipping a beat dude I just, he was like two feet away from me. He was walking by and I just, I was like, yo man, I'd love to shake your hand. I was like, what you do? This was right after the whole daddy of five thing went down. You know what I'm talking about? No, absolutely okay. not. Put a pin in that for now. But I went up to him and I was like, dude, what you do is so fucking important because he's a big news source for people. I mean, he either made I, BuzzFeed I, or SourceFed. I probably watch more. Yeah, I probably watch more Philip DeFranco than Rhett and Link. I mean, once again, no shade on Rhett and Link. They're great. Yeah, but yeah. like- 
I just watch more Philip DeFranco because he's like he gives me more news. Yeah, and that's what I thanked him. I was like, dude, a lot of people do really like shitty stuff and they try to get information out there that they don't know is misinformation and I just appreciate like the work you did and he he thanked me and he asked me for my name that was the point I was going to make is if they like they're down to earth like that like treating you like how you're treating them like that shit's cool uh but daddy of five dude imagine a YouTube channel where these two white trash parents discover YouTube and they find the prank section and they have five kids and they're like, oh, I get it. You just harass someone and ruin their day and you put it on YouTube and you make money from it. There was a video that Philip DeFranco like brought to everyone's attention where this one one of their kids has got had gotten in trouble for like ink or something. So what they did was they threw Uno cards all over their bedroom and then they put invisible ink everywhere. And then the parents like get it off here. Like, like, imagine like your parents as mad as they've ever been at you, like, like furious, and they're like holding him by the arm and pointing at the ground. Why did you do this? Blah, blah, and they're berating him just for ten minutes later to go. It's a prank, bro. I actually, and then I they saw monetize that. it. I did see that. Yeah, right. Yeah, that was a troubling video. Yeah, and that's that's a really dark side of YouTube. I just wanted to get that out there. Oh, there's lots sure. of dark. No, it's funny because there's a lot of fucking dark sides of YouTube. <laughs> a lot of sides. And it's like an octagon. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube's like a fucking dodecahedron or some shit, dude. It's like it ain't no triangle. That's for <laughs> sure. Dude, YouTube gets dark in places where people just accept it. It's insane. Like fucking, dude. There's like pranks where people like go around like fucking like i think i saw one where a dude was like he wasn't smacking people with like a bare hand but he was essentially like shoving shit in people's faces that's fucked it's fine and like trust emily to answer the door continue and uh basically like people were just laughing at this shit and i think there was like most of the people who saw it commented and they were like dude this is not this is like you're straight up assaulting these people yeah you are assaulting these people and but it like wasn't enough for it to be like, because it wasn't like that bad of like. But it's still not good to go up to a random fucking person and just shove shit in their yeah. face and then call. And it wasn't funny either. Like, yeah, there's a lot of these. Most of those pranks are not funny, and and a lot of them also are not real. Is the thing. Oh like, yeah, that's like that's uh, true. But it also even the not real pranks fucking encourage other YouTubers to think that they can just do that shit. And and I know people who have like this whole fake prank thing has like it's funny how close the lines between these fake prank videos and pornography are isn't it weird like the lines i've i i'm gonna confidently say the lines are touching okay you know what i mean like they're they're penetrating no protection or if there is protection it's cg'd out you know what i mean because like it's dp it's not they're touching but it's through a thin membrane of uh smooth muscle line yeah (laughs) but my point is is that like like even allowed to fucking say that is this like okay no dude no fuck 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 okay Uh, well hang on I didn't ask for that. So, sorry, Darren's a Christian. But um, the 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 point is, is that like, you know, there'll be videos like even on TikTok, you see it, right? Like I've been seeing this meme going around where like people are like, uh, clap your motherfucking hands if you're happy. Like, I hate the song. And like it yeah. has like clapping really fast and people are like incorporating spanks into that. And it's like, all right, like 12 year old kids are 
masturbating to this like yeah. they're watching this like you know that right and it's the same thing with people who do these prank videos with these beautiful girls oh do you want to play this game and if i lose you kiss me it's like that combined with like pornography where girls are like you know they look like they've been hit on their head their whole life with shovels they're like ah, i'm dead sex dude you know like that's like what's really wrong with it's, YouTube in general. That's where it get, yeah, that's where it gets dark. I saw one where a guy was like questioning girls about like what the weirdest like first dates they've had or something and it was obviously fucking staged. Yeah, like they yeah, said yeah. shit that just like and like they you could t you can just tell in the inflection of how they're answering sometimes that it's uh -huh. fake. And he fucking this dude goes far as far as like asking a girl for her number fake. Like yeah. just to, I don't know just to show to people that he asks people <laughs> I don't it's, understand. It's again, it's content aimed at twelve year olds. It really indirectly. is. And that's I mean, YouTube just had that's that whole why, fucked up thing with that. Oh yeah. Well now whenever okay, so whenever mm -hmm. like me or Snickles posts, uh, I have to verify if one, if there's kids in the video, and two, if the video is made for kids. Uh okay, hold the if there's kids in the video, you make yes. videos with kids? Uh, no, we're not. <laughs> not that anyone can legally know about. <laughs> no, that's uh, fucked up. But... No, 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 absolutely not. Uh, fuck kids. We don't ever want kids. That's, that's well, what I'm saying. Don't take that. Don't take that quote out of context, please. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I, I agree with you. Like that, there's there's this weird side of YouTube where people do it. Like, and even like one, my one buddy, I'm not gonna mention his channel, but I I got nothing but respect for him. He's been grinding on YouTube, re releasing his rap songs, which it's up to interpretation. People are digging them. I think they're okay. Dude, you gotta stick to the grind. And and he's been doing same reason these, we do open mics. Yeah, but like he does these videos that kind of placate to that. Where like every time I see him, I talk a little bit of shit. Cause he said he was stopping them, and he's not because they get hundreds of thousands of views. He'll get a girl low cut shirt, Uber driver raps. It's like it's a rented car from like a nice ass dealership. So yeah. they're in a sports car. The chick is basically naked, and he's rapping at them. Like it's it it, it sounds really egotistical when I say it out loud, but it's it's YouTube content is what it is, and it's yeah it's cheap. But like I don't know before that whole thing went down where they were like trying to pin people who were making content that was aimed at kids, which wasn't even their fault, right? It was a YouTube algorithm going, oh, they're watching all these videos about toys. I'm gonna do advertisements of toys, even though that's totally illegal. You can't do that. That's why the Disney Channel doesn't really have commercials and shit like that. You can't advertise to children. Yeah, well, you have to clarify because I know people who like make YouTube videos for kids for kids and that was when I one day like when I was like watching like an H3 video where they were talking about the people who do like the creep the, talking about the other <laughs> part of the Pentagon here of these creepy ass YouTube videos with like Elsa and Spider-Man getting pregnant doing epidurals eating shit off a toilet seat oh like, yeah this is not I'm not making any of this up like, no I believe real. it I've seen some and, shit like, like that. some of the people like made these like they're they're stupid they're so lame but like at the same time like fuck i think it's brilliant because like they'll take a modded version of the ps2 spider-man game make him blue have him do backflips and that will get into a cycle of videos made for kids and what do you know this video has like two hundred thousand or two million hits from watching someone go Blue, yeah. pink, and I was like, "Fuck, man! Like, what if I made like some good content for kids that was like just really easy and like?" Because I have a friend who uh, does a party company, like where they'll show up in costumes. Like, you have all this shit. Like, that's people are making fuck tons of money, but then now this yeah. thing went out where people are getting slapped with it, and it's 
it's good because YouTube was getting out of control, but YouTube has its problems. And just like Facebook, honestly, I think YouTube is kind of like they're they're not at the top anymore like they were. Oh, I don't know about that. I, I can challenge anything that you think about that because Please Twitch, do, Twitch is taking over. Twitch yeah, is, but it's not at the level of YouTube yet. But it's it's an evolution of YouTube is what I'm saying. It's Yeah. It, think about it like this. Back in the day, like in like I'm talking like when the Nickelodeon was first invented. Like not the channel, but like, you know, the thing. I'm going back to my film the, studies. The piano. Here. Like, well, when people would go to a movie in black and white, there would be a fucking guy playing on piano. Yeah. You know, that we're going back to that era because what is it? Like, even though the movie's recorded, that guy's playing live music. And mm-hmm. that's what uh, Twitch does, which is they're kind of bringing back that whole live format, you know? And and I think that YouTube is trying to keep up with it, but their advertising doesn't jive as well as it does on Twitch. And I just think Twitch is, like, growing in popularity a lot. Well, here's the thing about Twitch. Uh, I mean, yeah, you can do like tips and stuff on Twitch, right? Like, yeah, you can, you dude. Can... Hashtag me. I just got. Uh... <laughs> As, I'm gonna hashtag it now. Yeah, now you said it, and it's everybody's gonna um, know what it means. Shout out to jhh six six six. Before that, put twitch.tv slash jhh six six six. That's my channel. Yeah. I I've been uh, lucky enough that channel that uh, YouTuber. YouTubers or podcasts that I keep mentioning, Double Toasted, they rated me twice because they've been on Twitch. Wow. And so 220 and then 150 people the first time. But wow. I'm up to 49 or I'm up to 59 followers and a total stranger who's not even a fan of Double Toasted who randomly found me because that's the thing that's better about Twitch is new users can get promoted easier. Either way, random person came in. I got my first dollar donation, dude. From wow. a stranger, dude. Yeah, I you're, called my mom like head over Twitch heels. rich, uh, almost, dude. I'm on my way, man. I'm Damn. I'm really hoping that I can garner some, you know, like notice from it. And I've worked it into my standup, so like I'm always promoting it. So how much of that, uh, how much of that dollar goes to Twitch? None of it, I don't think. Okay, so here's my here's my point. I don't think Twitch is going to overtake YouTube. Okay. I think YouTube's going to stay on top because. Uh, Eventually, because yes, as you say, Twitch is fucking skyrocketing upwards right now. However, the users can get money uh, through the tips and everything. However, unless Twitch starts taking a cut of that or they they start running advertisements on their videos. They do. They're going. Oh, they Twitch does Twitch already ads. There's I could pull it up right so now. So already, I don't think just because of that, I don't think it's going to overtake get this, YouTube. The person who's doing their videos, there's layers to it, and things that Twitch is doing, YouTube has ripped them off. So what they're doing is, uh, once you get to a certain level, people can subscribe to you for five bucks. You personally, your channel, and what that does is, you don't have to watch the ad breaks anymore that come in however oh. the person streaming wants to put them on and that's where twitch takes a big slice of the pie and uh twitch is owned by amazon so if you have twitch prime or sorry if you have amazon prime you can subscribe for free to one of these twitch channels and that's where they take a piece of the pie so remember okay. that guy ninja before yeah. microsoft scooped him up he was like so Microsoft owns Mixer, is that correct? Yes, okay. and that's what he's streaming on now. Yeah, yeah. Dude, 45%, I think. Or no, it wasn't that high. It was like 9% or something of all the views on Twitch were coming from that guy. Which, yeah, when you think about it, that I is know. a fuck ton. Well, it's like when PewDiePie was huge. Like, yeah, fuck most of fucking, most of fucking, I mean, what, what 
opinions aside, I mean, you no, whether you like I, him or I, not, I, you got to respect the hustle. When, sure. when he was on top, like most of the reason people were on YouTube, this was probably before. Like, I don't even know if this Rhett was and like twenty twelve famous or relevant. They, I don't think they were famous yet at all. But like, or maybe not even on YouTube. I don't know. But like. He was fucking a huge part of why YouTube anybody watched YouTube. Yeah, he and was, yeah. I think he pulled in like what was it twenty thousand dollars one year? Yeah, or, I mean twenty million. Sorry, yeah, 20 million no, he dollars. pulls in like tw- he pulls in like a couple hundred million a month. I'm pretty sure he's filthy rich now. Yeah, but he doesn't but now. He doesn't now. There's so down. many. Yeah, he slowed down because a lot. He, he gave himself bad advertising. He did. Yes, by saying the n word. Yeah, know, of, and of that's course. Usually how that works. Yeah, but I think that there's. Only there's so many outlets for creation on YouTube yes. where you can essentially make whatever the fuck you want. They even support streaming games yeah, now. Yeah, if they you do. want, they do. There's one. There's only one outlet of creation on Twitch essentially, and it's streaming. You can only stream shit. Sort of. Is you there? Can, you can create other shit. You can create content and just like stream it at a certain time, and then it's available. There's just the moment where it premiered, which is something that YouTube has ripped off. Yeah, and YouTube Facebook has, has even ripped that off. Yeah, legitimate. Well, yeah, I mean, everybody's jumping on streaming because it's fucking so monetizable. It's almost like I'm uh, <clears throat> hopping on a bandwagon doing this podcast, but I whatever. Mean, There's no video yet. I'm, you I'm and original. me both, baby. That's the <laughs> L.A. bug. Hell yeah, high five. Yeah, that's one of my jokes. It's like uh, I say, uh, so I just... Wait, uh, hang on. Before you do this, Yes. are you okay with your, the podcast listeners knowing a potential minute of your bit right here it's an, it's yeah okay yeah i mean just, i, I, I just, thought about that like okay. this is something i haven't even been doing the last couple of weeks because i was doing the thing that i was telling you about that i don't do on mic that i okay. keep secret because every time i do it like i feel weird when i do it in front of people again because they're like all right i get it but um what was i gonna say uh yeah i say uh so i checked off my last box in quota for white guy trying to do something in la uh Jewish. I'm an actor. I need a haircut, and I started a podcast. Nice. Yeah. So that and that's not even the whole joke. So that's true, though. Yeah. You are a white guy with who who needs a haircut, and Thank you started you, a podcast. Thank you. Like, I'm glad. It's nice to be recognized. But yeah. just to close out on what I wanted to say on Twitch, the way that people make real money on there, like they have enough money that that podcast I follow that I keep bringing up, like I have a disease right now, double toasted. They just moved over to Twitch. I used to pay six bucks a month to watch all their content and I was happy doing it. Now you sign up for five bucks or I use my Twitch prime and then that's it, man. I just, I, I watch their videos and the, I can skip, I don't have to watch the ads. Okay. And they have over a thousand people doing that. And I think the way that that works is Twitch takes about half. So okay. you'll make like, Two seventy or something for each subscription. Two fifty. If it's five bucks, it'd be two fifty. It's a. It's a. It's like forty fifty percent. I'm not sure of the exact number. It's one of those things. Well, that's very tax. generous. That's yeah. better than Uber. I'll tell you that much. Right. Yeah. And I think that Twitch is uber smart for having embraced Amazon and all that. You shit. need. A, you need an air horn for that type of content. <laughs> you absolutely need one. <laughs> yeah. Maybe for, I'll if you're making in that. those jokes, you need an air horn. You know, I need a lot of things, but it's it's like I've realized doing these whole things, you know, podcasts and all this, it's kind of like building a toothpick statue. I you thought know? you were about to plug Squarespace. No. But it's like, think like of building it. a website. <laughs> now, 
when you when you need a website, a good landing page. I'm Squarespace. not gonna I'm not gonna waste time. Brought to you by Squarespace. Yeah. Um, but my point is, is like, so you can just take one toothpick, stick it, and you're like, that's a statue, right? And the equivalent of a podcast like that is like, I can record it on my phone. It will be fine, you know. And then like you're like, well, I think that. I need to actually have a real microphone. Yeah. And then you put two pith- two toothpicks there. It's like, oh, well, they're standing separately, but I want it to be one. Okay, I need another toothpick to hold that up. And it's like, all right, you know, I, I have microphones for both of us, but they kind of sound shitty. Okay, like, fine. So then you have, like, a whole toothpick thing, like, statue that represents, you know, being able to make something sound legit. And that's yeah. how I feel about all these things. Like, that's why when I'm streaming, unfortunately, like, I don't even have a camera yet. And I get called out for it, but it's like, I can't afford it, dude. I'm literally sitting on the floor in front of my 40-inch 4K. Hey, I mean. You know how much I paid for that TV, dude? I got so lucky, dude. I'm like a hound shark dog when I'm shopping for TVs. That is a a monstrosity. That is a abomination of nature. It's that. A hound shark dog. I think they, imagine that, uh, that creature from spongebob that had a bear face and was a fish oh yeah yeah that that's me when i'm shopping for tvs guess how much i paid for that 40 inch tv it doesn't have like smart tv capabilities but it's 4k did you get it on ebay where did you i get it? i got it on i know right i told you i bought shit on ebay i that was literally the first thing i bought on ebay was dreams i bought like a halloween oh, costume on there okay. once i when i went to walter white i bought like one of those chemical suits they had it really fucking cheap. nice it was like 10 bucks but uh I bought it on uh, on Amazon, and it was it's like 140 bucks and like 15 dollars shipping. Wow, for so a 4K TV, 40 inch 4K. Yeah, it was wow. during the Black Friday like whole time and shit like that. It was between that and another TV that was like similarly sized. But I was like, I don't even have a table. Like this is going on the floor, so I don't need it that big. And plus, like I used to sell TVs, and I I've watched a couple screens in my life here and there. And uh, I've realized that once you get to a certain size of screen, it's just too big. Like, the pixels start getting stretched. And, like, it doesn't, like, have you ever tried playing a first-person shooter on a 50-inch TV? Do you know how far away you need to be so you don't feel, like, a mongoloid? And I know that's, like, a word that people are like, oh, don't say it. But, like, uh, I have no context for that word. I I don't know what it means. I'm not educated. Someone was like, that's, like, what they used to call deformed people. I was like, well, I'm a mongoloid, so it's fine. But either way, my point is, is that, like, the TV gets just so, it's so close. I like being close to it. I like it filling my field of view. But, like, the 50-inch, 60-inch, like, they're dope. But, like, you have to, the bigger the TV, the further away you have to be. Dude. Um, have you ever experimented with VR? Yes, I have. So and PSVR. I don't have one of those. I really want to try it. I have one. I met. I mentioned before we started recording. I don't really. I. It's a focus thing for me that I can't. I haven't played games in a while because mm-hmm. like I just need to get stuff done now, and like I kind of just like put the video games are kind of like Pringles. You can't play for five minutes. Right? I know, but bet you can't eat just one. Exactly. Um. <clears throat> anyway, I think that's Lay's. Anyway, um, you. So I put on the headset, and then yeah, you can choose the size of the screen, and oh, then that's sick. I get. Like, it's basically like watching it at a movie theater. That's so dope. You're selling me on it, dude. But, yeah, it's pretty nice. And on top of that, yeah. you have headphones in. So anybody who tries to bug you, your house burns down, you you die in that fire, baby. Dude, you are fire dying in the fire. Yeah. That's as far you're, as I'm But you're concerned. dying doing what you love, losing to 
13 year olds <laughs> across the country um there's actually they actually just gave out a free psvr game this month do you have a i believe it i mean they do it like every month I don't yeah know. but they have like a psvr one that was free i'd never seen that before what was it i don't know some like swat team vr like oh, some shit know. like that um i played a game that i really really loved uh that is also playable in vr but i played it normally uh trover saves the universe yeah, I by Sick. the Justin Roiland game. Yep. I've seen the reviews. I well, that's another game. Like I want to get it. It's like Fallen Order. I want to get it. Fallen but Order. Which the one? new Star Wars game uh, everybody's raving oh, about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Jedi um, Fallen Order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I talked about that with my buddy Willem on here. He has it. He's been playing it. It's it looks awesome. Everybody says it is amazing. I'm super jealous because I literally can't like. I cannot bring myself to buy it because it's just like it's too much, dude. It's like forty five bucks, and it's EA. No, Fuck I mean that, like I mean like physically, I will spend too much time on it. I uh, know that I will. It will I suck see, my I life see. up. Yeah, I remember in my last year of college, uh, one of my favorite games of all time. Like I put this on my top games of the decade. I put this at number one. Uh, Hotline Miami. I don't know if you've ever played I, it. Yeah, the soundtrack yeah. is fantastic, but I've, I played it briefly, yeah. And in my last year of college, uh, Hotline Miami 2 came out, and I had like big assignments due by like the end of the week, and I was like knee-deep in them already. Like I had already done all the research. I had Paper was basically written, you know, I just had to write it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But then Hotline Miami came out, and I was like, oh, let me just try this. And I played it for like two hours, and I was like, okay, okay, I got to work on this a little bit and then I went to like the library and I did my thing and I was like fuck and then I worked a lot on my assignment then I just I went home and kept playing and then like I was gonna stop and read I was like fuck it I, I have to finish this game like I just I have to finish because because the game is so mysterious like it's the second one's not as good as the first like in any regard like the gameplay may be slightly better but like the storytelling in the first one to me like that's masterful. Second one, it kind of loses sight of itself, but I still had to know how it ended. And once I finished it, I was able to do my work. But I know what you mean, like where it's just it's so distracting. I can't. Yeah, like I got the Resident Evil 2 remake and I, I haven't touched it. Like I downloaded it. I haven't even opened it. Oh, I dude. bought it because it was on sale. It was on 20 Christmas. bucks. Yeah. yeah and I, I haven't even opened it. It's incredible. It's, it, yeah. it's one of the best games. I'm last driving year. myself crazy because it's on my dashboard every yeah. time I open it up. And I'm like, I could go down a rabbit hole of playing this for hours. Dude, see, or I could play like three fights on Mortal Kombat and then go to bed. I have feelings on the Mortal Kombat game, but I know what you mean. <laughs> oh, how shit. you're like, uh, you know, you, video games, it's it's like a hobby. You know, you feel like you're wasting time. That's one of the reasons why I started streaming. So it's like, I'm proactively wasting time. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's funny because, like, when I was a kid, I wanted to play, like, I was like, is there a way I can game for a living? Mm -hmm. And my mom was like, yeah, you can be a tester. And I was like, but what are the odds of that? And then... I keep seeing listings for that, and that's, that seems like an seem... interesting job, but it seems also, like, because a lot of YouTubers I actually like, there was this group called uh, Super Best Friends Play. A couple years ago, they broke up. Now it's Matt McMuscles. I don't know if you know that name. Some of the best video game content on YouTube. Like he, he's fucking great. But he was a tester, and for yeah. a long time, and that's why they have a really interesting perspective on some of these games. And I remember hearing him talk about like, yeah, I was like pretty low on the totem pole testing. I remember one of the first games I tested was the 300 game for PSP, and it's actually awesome. <laughs> Which I was like, no, it's probably not. <laughs> I thought that was so fucking funny. 
Yeah, I mean, I've heard nightmares. I've heard that testing is not what it's working in video games. Advertised is to be a weird thing. That's and what I've heard. Yeah, I mean, quickly, uh, because I said something about Mortal Kombat. Uh, I I love the series of Mortal Kombat. I think that it's brilliant. Uh, this new game, uh, I don't I don't appreciate being sold a sixty dollar cell phone game. Do you know what I mean by that? Not really. Where they're microtransactions so maxed out to the point where if like i've put over 50 hours into the game like when it came out like i would have like my ai play like while i was like writing or or like trying to book gigs and stuff and like that's not a hundred percent playing and they acknowledge that but either way like i'm trying to just unlock all the content and it's not giving it to me smooth segue uh the recording mysteriously stopped but uh, yeah, to finish up that point, I fucking hate that I can't buy things. Or sorry, I hate that I have to buy things in Mortal Kombat. I want to just be able to unlock it, damn it. And now yeah. I learned a lesson to keep this open. Thankfully, I checked that, right? But either way, uh, we were just about to start talking about Outer Worlds because we both played it. And you said you had a unique experience while playing it. My unique Go. experience. Okay, so my point about that I was making before, before it cut out was uh, like I don't think... I think we will seldom get a triple A game that is complete, that's like a hundred percent done. Every once in a while, like I mentioned, God of War and yeah, but there's probably still going to be DLC for God of War. There isn't. Oh, really? They were going to do some DLC. Okay. They canceled it. Like the only way that you can spend extra money in God of another War, another game I have haven't touched, haven't even opened it. Julian okay. just Julian just started crying. There are tears coming out of okay, his eyes. Okay, dude. Um, look. That was quick. I've never seen someone start go from not crying to crying so quickly. Uh, you have no idea what you're missing out on, man. Uh, you played The Last of Us, right? No, another game I have have not even touched. What are we doing? Huh? What's going on? Haven't even opened. I know that The Last of Us Two is like about to come out too, dude. I May. I hate you because you don't have to wait like I did. For the Last of Us, let me tell you something. No, about I know that I last fucking us, basically dude. know all the spoilers. You know what happens? Well, don't go into it because I don't know if I know all of them, but I know some. What's big the things. ending that you know of of the Last of Us? Uh, and I'm I, my <clears throat> eyes don't have tell never me felt more like darts. Don't tell me if I get it right or wrong. Uh huh. But doesn't the guy essentially leave? He like leaves something behind. He like leaves someone no, or something. Not, behind. That's not. That's not the end. Okay, that, that, good. That's not the end. Oh, thank God. Uh, all, like, it's, honestly, man, like, I think God of War is up there, but as far as, uh, what's it called, just stories in general. I've heard be, The Last of Us is, like, the best experience on any game ever made. So, for some people, they're not into the gameplay. I love it. It plays a lot like Splinter Cell, in a way. That's my, a lot well, of sneaking. It depends how thing. you want to play. You yeah. can play like Psycho and Hitman, or you can play like Sneaky Guy, which yeah. I prefer in that game because it, it really gets you into it. But go ahead. My well, my I was just gonna say my roommate played it, so I got a chance to play. I have played it for like twenty minutes, and then I yeah. gave the controller back to my friend, and I had to go. Yeah. But that's like the extent that I played. Okay, it. And dude. it was the part where yeah, you have to sneak past a bunch of shit. Yeah, I bet I even know what part it was. It early on where you in like someone's backyard. No idea where it was, but it looked back, like it looked backyards like, in a garage. It looked like a city. It looked like a high-rise building that had a bunch of grass in it. Oh, that was like uh, the building was on its side. Was I think there, so. Was there a woman walking with you? I think so. Like a woman, woman, like 
I don't know. Not okay. Ellen Page? No. Uh, dude, uh, the setup for that game is unfucking real. Do you know how that game starts? Uh, like the first like half hour of that game, how it plays out. Do you? Is it important that you? Are... I don't think no. It's not a spoiler, dude. Okay, it's like okay. the first like twenty minutes. Like okay. th- because once I tell you this, I think it'll make you want to play the game. Okay. Like when when my roommate here was saying like he's never heard of it, I was like, all right, stay right here. Okay. I'm going to play it, and you can watch the beginning. And we didn't continue after, but he got to see why I was like, dude, this shit is real, and I'm going to tell you what that is. Basically, the game opens, and you're playing as this little girl, and like she talks with her dad, Joel. And uh, like they have like great rapport, great character development, very, very like tight writing, no fat. And it opens with like her like calling for his name, and he's not there. He goes downstairs, bunch of missed calls on his phone, and then he comes back into the house, and like someone runs up to the glass window, breaks through, and he shoots them. And then his brother comes, and they get in the car, and they're driving off. They're like, "What's going on?" See, just, you just spoiled it. I I didn't. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, dude. This is just the very very right. beginning. All I'm right. not. I'm not. Spo- like, point okay. is, like, I mean, I'm going to spoil the beginning of this game, but okay, just to give okay. you the idea of why you need to watch it. And like, in a way, I'm not spoiling it because I'm telling you what happens, and you're going to be able to naturally react okay. to it. Okay. So in so a way, me, it's like a strategy guide. It's not even really. I'm it's like I'm going it, on YouTube right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> but what happens is like the whole thing is like, okay, I'm with my daughter and like this whole thing is happening and it takes place in downtown Austin and your car flips over. There's madness happening and you're running away with your daughter in your arms because like she skinned her knee or something. And then a SWAT, oh, what a little, a what SWAT a little guy, wuss. a SWAT guy comes up to you and he's like, uh, no one is supposed to leave. And he's like, please, my daughter, we're fine. She just can't walk. And he, you see them get shot, and then it says The Last of Us. Okay, and then, so and then it says twenty years later. Dude. Oh, okay. And then okay, that's where okay. the fucking game starts, dude. So the, I thought this would be all before the. No, no. I thought no, you were this telling is like me the first like ten minutes oh, of okay, the game. Okay, okay. I'm just telling you that, so like it's in your brain now, and you're like, "Ooh, what happens with that?" And and that's why now you can see like why like the Ellen Page character is so crucial to this guy. Also, judging by the trailer for The Last of Us 2, don't tell me if I'm right or wrong once again, but it seems like the the, the male character dies. Uh, don't tell me if I'm right or wrong. Okay, I will not. <laughs> uh, but either way, uh, I, I can't even tell you the answer to that. I don't even know. Because I, I think that, like... Okay, I don't want to spoil the game, so I guess like I'll I'll stop it at that. But we're uh, getting too deep in the Last of Us with a guy who hasn't played it before. Yeah, but uh, it's just whenever people tell me they play games and they haven't played that, I'm like, yo, like just for the story alone. Like one day, if the powers that be, I'm gonna like sit my mom down with and my parents in general, yeah. and just like play the YouTube video of all those trailers or all the cinematics in front. Because dude, the guy's performance is Joel is fucking amazing and like these characters like when we tell stories dude it's all about having characters that we can relate to or that at the very least like we like or even like we'd love to hate them and finding like when you find something that's really good it's because you can see it from multiple angles when these characters heads are budding and kind of like in the invisible man where like uh, no spoilers for that but like the information's there and it's like it's one of those things you just think about it and mm-hmm. like what however you feel about the situation it's just how like you choose to accept it yeah and 
The Last of Us was one of those things where when it ended, I was like, what What the fuck just happened? And then out loud, I was like, oh my God. And then I just started crying, dude. It, oh. it really fucking moved me. And uh, I, I'll cry when shit makes me cry because that's the whole point of media, dude. Like, people, like, it's so like, oh, like, whatever. I don't like this. It was scary. It's like, bro, like, the whole goal of when you sit in front of a flashing rectangle for 90 minutes is for it to change your emotions. Yeah. For it to, like, make you feel something. And The Last of Us, in my opinion, is one of the greatest stories ever told. Like, forget the medium. Forget all that shit and God of War is singing the same song in its own instrument and it's fucking amazing like forget Fallen Order dude like you have you have Last of Us and uh, and God God of War War. yeah bro go play I got a lot to play okay but Last of Us play that shit play it and stream it on Twitch dude that's what that's exactly what I was gonna say is like I don't I think I've streamed twice I play I used to play a lot of like Rainbow Six Siege uh, with my buddies, right on, and uh, I suck. I'm horrible now. I when right I was streaming, on. I was a lot better. I would. <laughs> I'm better when you're watching. Can you please look. <laughs> Just keep looking. But, <laughs> but, uh, this by by when I was streaming, I mean like two years ago almost. Now. Oh shit! Yeah, that so momentum. I, I stopped playing, and yeah, now yeah, I yeah. suck. Um, because that game has a fucking thick difficulty. Spike. Yeah, it's got a, a hard learning curve. But one that's one of those games, like that's a new trend in games. That's something we could talk about too, since you haven't played The Last of Us, which point being play that shit. But this is a new trend that even if a game comes out and it's shitty or like it's just okay, they will keep working on it to a point yeah. that maybe a year later it can be reinvented with This creates the flip side to my argument that we will never have a triple A game that's that's complete because I mean God of War. Okay, you mentioned God of War. Yes, I agree with you. God of War has no DLC. That's good. I th- I think Last of Us had some. Uh, yeah, it but, had like one prologue thing. But technically, if you buy like the Game of the Year edition, which I did for eight bucks or something, like it gave me everything. Yeah. But the the point is like God. That's like a big deal. Like God of War. That's oh, yeah. like a fucking statement. That they did that because it's a statement. Like with with. Normal games. I it understand has where you're coming from, dude. Their, like, you are right. Like, I was uh, one of the free games they gave away on PS4 this month was The Sims 4. Yeah. And I haven't played The Sims in years, dude. Mm-hmm. So I was psyched to do it because I always saw it on sale. I was like, yeah, I'm not buying that for $10. I always thought, I was like, you know what? I'll buy The Sims 4 if they sell it for $4 because that sounds funny. Downloaded it, and then I realized, I was like, oh shit. These are one of the, like, the original games with expansion packs Mm -hmm. and when i loaded it up dude i'm not kidding there was like a screen it's like this family is made by this player this is like the city and then below there was like six rows of circles and like they went there must have been 30 of them and each one of those was fucking dlc pack and each one regular price is like 20 dollars or something so like to get that whole game even like on sale it would cost you today over 60 bucks to get all the content they have and i think that that is just monstrous it is and that that is what you're talking about and that is a big site like dude i remember i talked to a guy who i believed for a second knew some shit about games because he claimed to be a streamer he's like dude you know why call of duty all this shit all those games they have like all these microtransactions because they're expensive to make man these are 300 million dollar projects i'm like yeah that's way too much he's like dude you don't understand i was like bro 
do you know what the biggest game on the on the Switch is right now? It's called the Untitled Goose Game. He's like, Untitled what? And that's where I was like, all right, you have no idea what you're talking about, dude. Yeah, dude, that game was made by four people, and it made millions because they sold it for $15, and also it's just a complete an game. That's also an outlier, though. Yeah, and that's where the indie scene comes in to kind of save the day. Well, exactly. But also, it can be argued, like, with Red Dead, they were spending fucking hours, like, Red, Red Dead, Dead is too. such a bummer, dude. But, like... I, I fucking love Red I, Dead. I too. love the single player. I think it's really fun if you have like, a podcast to listen to because there's I, so much horse riding. I know. But uh, I haven't the, fucked with the, the, the online, online. Just like it's cringe, dude. It's it's like that. the dude. I tried to play GTA online and it made me want to throw my fucking TV controller and system out the window. I think GTA it, online has an excellent racing mechanic, but that's about it. Yeah, I mean that you can play that offline. And if you're though. and if you're with your friends that you actually know and can talk to, then it's very fun. But just to get to that point to like I don't know, it's one of those games where it's like, dude, your UI is like trash. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And, and but again, like it's going to what you're saying. Like some of these triple A games, like they're just it's just the way it is. Like you gotta keep buying tickets. Like I think that the the one who got away with it best and like I used to be a lot nicer to them about it, but now I'm kinda like, ah, eh, fuck you, is uh, Blizzard with Overwatch. Love yeah. Overwatch. I think it's a really like well crafted multiplayer game. But at the same time, I, I think that they've they've become nicer with their costumes and how they do it because mm-hmm. people were spending absurd amounts of money. Are you I'm jumping around a bit. Are you familiar with uh Jim Sterling at all? Sounds familiar. He's a really big British YouTuber. I think he used to work for like some big video game studio. I'm not sure now. He does just video game news. Okay. He was talking about FIFA, also owned by EA, yeah. who is the worst of the worst with this DLC shit. I think in Forbes they were ranked one year. They like were 20, ranked the worst company. Yeah, it was like 2016. They were ranked the worst company. You know what else they hold the record for? What they uh they have the most downvoted comment in Reddit history. Oh really? Yeah. When they uh did a Q and A for uh Star Wars Battlefront two, they tried to fucking justify the bullshit there, dude. Look, yeah, we know you spent sixty dollars on the game, but you, it only takes like thirty hours to unlock Darth Vader, or if you want him, just pay twenty dollars. And it's like. How fucking dare yeah, you, dude? I do remember that shit. Yeah, and yeah. that's why Fallen Order like came out to like such weird like vibes. Well, they everyone didn't was like fuck EA. They didn't. Well, and they EA essentially cast it aside. They didn't really advertise it because it's a f- more of a f- complete game than Battlefront. Yeah, and and it's. I'm sure there's gonna be DLC for it, but like I think it's pretty so. much a full game. And uh, but I don't mind DLC as a thing. As long yeah. as you give me the complete thing, it's just like when you That's nickel and dime me. It's like, bro, yeah. I already bought this. It's I'm staring at the content. Yeah, I know. Yeah, give it to me. It like I I I agree with that too. And like another flip side to the complaint about it being like DLC being a problem, it does take much longer nowadays. Keep going. Keep to, going. I'm gonna just turn on the light. Okay, for sure. It does take much longer nowadays for developers to make games. Like Red Dead, I've heard took like fucking. Over a hundred hours or something that per took week. Way more than oh yeah, a week yeah. For <laughs> per person, like be, they they almost like they were they almost got sued over that shit. Yeah, and that's the thing is like uh, that's something that Jim Sterling talks about a lot is crunch time. Yeah, and that's the thing where these developers every, get abused. Almost every AAA game has to deal with that shit. Yeah, and you know. F- bringing around full circle back to Mortal Kombat again just because like that game it it frustrates me because it has everything is right except like the semantic shit yeah. that fuck it up from being like the game I want it to be but 
one thing that I really feel for is the developers on that who went through some serious crunch time. Can you imagine being forced to look at footage of bodies being cut apart frame by frame in crunch time, dude? People, I read an interview on Kotaku saying that developers were going through PTSD having fucked up nightmares because they had to stare at like spines and shit and like real pictures. And the shit's photo realistic now. So, I uh yeah I could uh I could attest to that but I won't say it on the podcast <laughs> I will tell you later uh, uh, <laughs> uh, but yes I absolutely do know what that feels like uh really to work in a different like way oh, okay but I have to I can't tell you on this podcast okay, okay uh, cool <laughs> anyway fine. mysteries okay <laughs> sorry, sorry for being so mysterious no anyway it's fine. I love um that. but yeah dude uh yeah it fucking sucks I know exactly how it feels I've had nightmares from like. Working on shit. Working on shit that, yeah, you don't want to be watching. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I mean, it, it's weird. Like, you either have that kind of feeling or, like, just in general, like, just working yourself to the bone. Like, you just, you can't escape it. Or even, like, it can reverse, like, in a, like, too much of a good thing. Like, I remember, dude, when Gears of War, uh, the ultimate version came out. Yeah. Uh, I was, dude, backstory on me, haven't mentioned this on the No Friends podcast, uh, hashtag me, my podcast, my show. Uh, what's it called? Uh, the first Gears of War, when that came out on the 360, for like a week, I was in the top thousand players. Like, because wow. I'm not even that great at it. I just, I love the game. And like, every once in a while, I'll do something amazing with the sniper. And I was playing that game so much when they re released it that yeah. I started having dreams when I was playing the game. Dude, and I And that's exactly when I knew I was like, all right, I gotta cut this shit out. <laughs> I used to play Halo, like, religiously. Yes, I was in, dude. I was in, in my High region, school, I was right? in the top, like, 6,000 in dude, my Dude, Halo 2. For Remember Team those SWAT. days? Oh, Halo 2 was great. I'm talking yeah. Halo 4, though. Oh, The okay. one everybody hates. But uh, I fucking... I'm okay with it. I, I like the Halo I series. I think that the shit is past its time. I'm very yeah. curious what the next Xbox is going to be like and everything, and more power to them, but I regret buying an Xbox One. I should have just bought a PS4. It's it's about games, and the best oh, yeah. game... Dude, Spider-Man PS4, like... That is such a it's fucking very killer good. app. It's very good. Have you beaten that one? Yes, it's very good. Yeah, I'm glad you've beaten that, but dude breaking my heart tell me you never played the last of us dude like, <laughs> i feel like it's i just, betrayed you no man i'm just i'm sad because it's it's like i know you like games and like that is like that's upper echelon even I though i know people out there who are like yeah the gameplay sucks i and disagree but. you're far from the first person to react that way from <laughs> me telling them i've never played it uh i think i want to briefly mention it because we both played it and we could like throw in a little review if you got the time for it before we catch that net Thank I think you. I fucking got it, dude. Nice, man. Nope. Oh, no, you didn't, but it's fine. <laughs> Son of a fucking bitch. Son of a fly. Uh, but before we go into our main attraction review, which we we both watched uh, Super Size Me 2, which maybe mm-hmm. will lead to an interesting conversation. I don't know. I'm more interested in talking about uh, Outer Worlds for a little bit. Like We briefly mentioned yeah. it, and we were talking about it, but then the recording had cut. But uh, I want to do a little bit of a review for it, and we mentioned it like when we were talking about DLC and stuff. But tell me, how was your experience of it? Did you beat it? What did you think? Oh, yeah. So I think, yeah, I mean, I... I had a unique experience, as I was saying before, because uh, I played it and I tried to like get as many missions done as I could. Like I tried to clear every mission off the yeah, docket that's before what I, I did to the last before one. I beat it, so I was like, "Oh, I beat everything." And I did that, and then I was like, "Oh shit, how long is this last fucking mission gonna take?" So it took me like 
a month between completing every mission. Uh-huh. Maybe even two months between completing every fucking mission on the docket and then going back into doing the last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so by the end, I forgot what happened to everybody. I forgot what choices but, I made. But like you had fun, right? Like I, I'll I be fun. honest with you, I would make choices, and if they would react poorly, I'd be like, "Okay, uh, turn off. <laughs> Let me just shut that off." Whoops. Oh yeah, I I did that also for Detroit Become Human. Which if you haven't played that, dude, I, I hope it. you downloaded that for free. They gave that away last month. Oh no, I didn't even oh, see it. Dude, see, I they, wasn't even plugging. I didn't even. I don't think I even plugged my fucking. Damn, dude. See, that was month. the game that I had like the most growth on my Twitch from streaming that. Oh really? I would just like because uh, what's uh, I hate that I forget this guy's name. The guy who does the voice of Mister Krabs is in Clancy Brown. He's in the game, so every time I'd see him, I'd be like, I got, 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 got. Here you are, Mister Krabs, hunting what? with the robot who's Squidward. Shut up, Squidward, Jesus you dumb God. robot. Yeah, but I would just have fun doing that, and people love watching. But that dude looks like my stepdad. Have you seen a picture of him? I have not seen. Well, uh, oh, I know what he looks like. Yeah, yeah. It, he looks I, exactly like my stepdad. And now I know what you're. Sometimes stepdad I get looks confused. Like. I'm like, is that my stepdad? <laughs> so you must have thought that when you played the Outer Worlds, because there's someone who kind of. I think he's. In, I think he might be qualities. in it. Maybe. I think Clancy Brown is actually in Outer Worlds. That's cool. I think I, I remember I, hearing his voice. I didn't even voice. notice that, but. So so, tell me some of your thoughts because I anyway. I had like fun playing it like it's classic Fallout shit. Yeah, I like the gameplay. It's just it felt like an appetizer when I was expecting a meal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I think it's I think they it it is frustrating. But I think they just meant they did that to imply a high amount of replayability mm-hmm. because I think they did inject so many different possible endings there is a lot of and that's another thing about detroit become human that i like is like depending on the paths you follow it'll open up stuff later yeah and like when i i played one version going in totally blind and not even low key high key i made the worst choice you can do in the game Uh, at the very end like i did the worst possible choice and like on top of that like i fucked up another couple choices so like basically all the characters died because i was stupid and i didn't but now the second time i played it just like real life i (laughs) yeah right but the second time people i remember that day yeah you know never will forget bus yeah don't forget the bus yeah you remember that what what? that was probably some sort of cia mind control for you too then oh uh, yeah Go on. Oh, we're back to the conspiracies. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, Julian uh, got a bunch of people on a bus killed. He hasn't talked about it. Uh, uh, just for context, uh, Darren just dropped uh, two white pills in my coffee right um, now, and he's pushing it. Those are ice me. cubes. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, taking a sip. Yeah, there you go. Um, I love Donald moving. Trump. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Now we're moving. Uh, uh, but yeah, do you want to give like a little wrap up and rating for Outer Worlds? Yes. Uh, so I was mentioning before, like I it gives you a warning before you get to the last mission. And I was a little bit frustrated because <clears throat> I had cleared everything off the docket, like I said. And I was like, I want to explore every planet because it gives you planets to go to yeah, throughout yeah. the game. I was like, I want to explore every one. And some of the planets don't even have shit on them, really. There's one of them that's like. Yeah, nothing. I know. But I wanted to see all of them. There's, like, one giant one. Like, the yeah. biggest planet that you see is, like, you can't access it because it's DLC, I of think. Of course. I, I think that the DLC, you know, was a last-minute thing. So maybe they added those planets in, like, in a patch or something to, like, be like, Woo. 
It. I mean, without them, I don't know. They could have moved shit around, but like without them in that like little plot of land, it does mm-hmm. or plot of space. It would look a lot emptier without those planets. Yeah. So maybe I don't know, but. That was the most frustrating frustrating thing about it was like I felt like I was missing out on something when ultimately it's just because I didn't pay extra for the game. But other than that, it's good. It's just really short. Yeah, I don't even think they've announced the DLC. Like they've announced it, but like there's no date really yet. Like it's not even yeah, out I yet. Don't, I don't but uh, so what would you give it on a scale of one to ten? I mean, fuck, I'd probably give it like an eight. Yeah, that's, that's how I fun. feel. Yeah. Uh, like an eight and a half. Like I like the variety of potential in there. Yeah. Like I actually, one of my new favorite series on YouTube, and I feel weird praising IGN because they're the IGN stands for ignorant, ha. and uh, they do this thing where they'll get like the best speed runs of these new games, and they'll play them in front I of the saw, devs. I yeah, I saw the fucking speed run of Outer Worlds because someone did it in like twelve minutes. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, and I love the ending that he got. Do you remember? Uh, he he made his character really fucking stupid, which I love. Like I love that in the original Fallout. I remember when someone told me about it. They said that you could be so stupid that you can't even talk in that game, yeah. and you won't be able to get past like the three quarter mark of the game because you can't communicate to the other character yeah. what you're doing. And I love that like it ended with him like flying into the sun, like that. That was like a great way to end that video. But I, I love those I, videos. I'm waiting to beat Control so I can watch the speed run of that one. Oh, yeah. I want to... I, I, control looks really I, good. Uh, so what I did was on Black Friday, I'll hit you up if you're still, if still around and you're interested in this next time I do it. GameStop did this deal where they were like, buy two, get one free. And like I looked through the list and I got Outer Worlds and Control. I was like, all right like 60 bucks for those two games and like another one i was like i couldn't find anything then one of my buddies had mentioned that he wanted red dead 2 and i was like okay and i didn't tell him all the specifics i was like hey man uh what if i told you i could get you red dead 2 physical copy for 25 dollars? would you venmo me that he's like down so i paid 60 bucks for all three of those games he venmoed me 25 bucks and that's how i got control for like 18 dollars or something Damn, that's pretty yeah. good and uh, Control, I'm playing it right now. Fire, dude. It's, it's, it looks good. It, it looks it's really, really good. fun. It's from the original developers of Max Payne. And it plays like a cross between uh, Inception and Twin Peaks. So like the whole time you have no idea what's going on, but it makes sense, if that makes sense. Um. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever watched Twin Peaks or any yeah, other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've watched both of those. Not David Fincher. What's his name? And the way it sounds, that would make... What, what's the name of the guy? David Lynch. David Lynch, yeah. Fucking masterful filmmaker. On the end of every Snickles podcast, uh, David Lynch signs us out, so that's... Um, that's awesome. That's a plus. Yeah, hashtag Snickles podcast. Listen to it. It's yeah. for your ears. Um, <laughs> so I'm shamelessly plugging my Hashtag me. On this is my show. <laughs> There was one episode, I think it was like the one I recorded with my buddy Christian a few weeks ago. Uh, he was, uh, uh, we, I was quoting the Tom Green opening song. Like, this isn't the Green Tom show. This is the, the Tom, Tom Green, Green show. It's like, this is the No Friends podcast. It's my show. No Friends podcast. I'm holding the mic stand like I'm Jonathan Davis. Um... Yeah, uh, I guess I was think there was one more boom, dumb not, video. Not, not, not Ima. That's boom, all I can that's say. Ima, my Ima, da, da, boom. I love that dude. When uh, uh, when I saw them live, dude, uh, that's the scatting from uh, Freak on a Leash. But when I saw them live, dude, 
they opened with their opening from uh, Life is Peachy. Where okay. the whole the whole auditorium was lit, and then all of a sudden, on a dime, all the lights go out. The stage is flashing blue lights, and you hear the guy like scatting. Oh, twist, twist, and like talk about climaxing, bro! Like my hands were in the air. I was screaming. I was like. This is my butterfly moment. I don't oh, know what that man. means, but I felt alive, dude. It was like they were like, hey, man, we saw um, through invasive uh, tools that you listen to this album on your way on your walk to school. So we're going to play this all for you. <laughs> and they just like it was like a flashback to like 97 or something, dude. It felt like because they played like one new song and all of it was the shit that you wanted to hear. I don't know how you feel about corn, but it was a sick ass shit. I'm not. I wouldn't call myself a corn fan. I know they're singles. Yeah, that'd be corny. Ah, uh, all right. That's Welcome been the to podcast. The no uh, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I yeah. I'm not a corn fan. You're you're cool with it, but like, it, I'm about as much of a corn fan as I am a basketball fan. Right. So you like watching them when the the score is close and there's five minutes left. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love when Corn competes with each other. Here's a fun question. What was the last concert you went to? Flying Lotus in Denver, I think. Oh, shit. That, was that recently? It was around so Thanksgiving. Dubstep, right? It was No, I wouldn't say it's dubstep. Flying. If you haven't listened to Flying Lotus, Flying Lotus. it's like, I don't know. It is it is EDM, but it's definitely not dubstep. Okay. He, t- he samples strange things it's very experimental like yeah I, i've I heard didn't, of them. i didn't buy the tickets my friend who's very into edm i'm not i'm tickets. not a weirdo guys okay i <laughs> i i did not buy this i wouldn't go there i just happened to be there and then we went to an icp concert because it was included i no, want to go to the gathering so bad just to why just, dude just to, to catch see, an std just to see what it's like and yes to see what gonorrhea is like I mean, if you want to see what it's like, one of the best YouTube documentaries I've ever seen. Have you seen that? Uh, No, (laughs) No, it's called American Juggalo. And this guy went and he documented it. And it was like he got gonorrhea. It was the largest gathering of sad people I've ever seen. Like, I've never seen people so confidently talk about doing whippets all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was it was shocking. No, I've seen. I think I've seen that because I've watched like five the YouTube juggle- it, gathering the, documentaries. The opening of it, I, I'll never forget it because I love the visual. Is It's a cut, a bus with a top cut off. I've seen a that. A guy is wearing the clown mask yes. from Slipknot pouring the root beer on his head. Yes, I've seen that. that. I've absolutely seen that exact documentary. So, yeah. Yes, I know what you're talking about. And I do remember the Whippet scene. It's fucking weird. Yeah, dude. And but like that's the, exactly why I want to check it out. And the pregnant lady smoking cigarettes. Yes, dude. Yes. Like, that was enough for me, but I kind of feel you. I would. It's just it would be a pain in the ass to go. People would stink. Like not to be me. It would but smell like, weird. But it, I also want to hike a cross country hike, so I'm like prepared for the smell. You know. Okay. Like that's something that's just like on my bucket list. But yeah, I recommend that to anyone who hasn't seen it. American Juggalo on YouTube. It's a fun watch. I think I've watched it a couple yeah, it's, times. I I recommend it too. It's fucking weird it's, it's so cringy so strange dude but it's whatever so more power to them but uh we've been going a long time and thanks for sticking around dude this yeah. has been a lot of fun we'll definitely do this again but before you we wrap, wrap up, up don't you no i don't i i okay. dude i don't have anything to do I dude i'm wearing shorts and a sweatshirt right now we're lucky i'm wearing underwear you know what i mean dude yeah Just, i'm not so okay good i'm glad that we're balanced like that yeah. it's yin, yin and yang. no underwear yang. Uh. <laughs> 
<laughs> but uh, Andrew I br- Yin, Andrew Yang. Yes, exactly. Okay, that's, now that we don't like that one either. Let's cut that from the yeah, cut let, that out. Let's, let's take the hammer and pull that uh, nail yeah, out. <laughs> you didn't nail it. Most of this podcast should be cut out and never yeah. shown to anybody. Uh, delete this after you show it to everyone you know. Oh God. Yeah. Hashtag Snickles and No Friends Podcasts are buddies. You heard it here first, folks. But either way, uh, before we wrap it up and I let you uh, throw out your Instagrams and all that shit again, uh, we both watched a movie at separate times. I force you to watch the last 20, 40 minutes again with me. But uh, we watched Super Size Me 2. And for those of you who don't know, uh, welcome from Out From Under Your Rock. Uh, Morgan Spurlock is this guy. He made a movie 10 years ago. Was it 11 years ago now? I mean, it didn't get good marketing. I don't think it's it's kind this, of this one under a lot of people's radar. radar. It, well, this one, I actually, you were the second person I heard mention this. Like two nights ago, when I went to the West Side Comedy Club. Uh, they do a really cool open mic where it was like a dollar to get in. And someone yeah. was saying, uh, what's it called? They're like, yeah, I'm watching Super Size Me 2. It's about chicken. I was like, what? And then you mentioned it. I was like, oh, dude, let's get fat. Let's watch it. I'm, I'm too, super fucking down. And it was, I don't think that his point was as clear as with the first movie, which I think this is more of a continuation of that exploration of mm-hmm. like how, how bad fast food is for you. But it's more talking about like just, uh, yeah, like how fake everything is. And and I kind of oh, yeah. dug it. Like it, it, was a, it was a big fuck you to like, uh, as he's calling it, big chicken. Yeah, well, the whole movie is like about chicken. I mean, here's the thing about this movie: it it like takes something that we all sus- suspect about big chicken and the food we eat, and it answers a lot of the questions. But ultimately, is this really gonna fucking stop you from eating Chick Fil A? No. So it's, it's like. Not. That was it's, one thing that they were quick to put in there. They're like, Chick-fil-A, that has MSG. Did yeah. Did you hear that? MSG. <laughs> they, they pretty much like bash every fucking fast food restaurant yeah. that sells chicken. And this one's focus is on chicken. I don't think they eat a single burger in this fucking thing. Uh, no, they don't. It's all grilled and crispy yeah. chicken. Uh, I, I thought it was fun. Like, I like the whole thing of how he found a way to make a documentary about the chicken battle of yeah. these chicken sandwiches. I think that he might have, like, ended production just a hair too late. Because I yes. bet you that when the whole chicken sandwich thing was going on, Chick-fil-A versus Popeye's, they had just finished production, I bet. Probably. Like, the movie had just finished being edited because they have barely any mention of that in the movie. That's one thing I wanted, I was, like, anticipating seeing was the like the big chicken sandwich war and i mean they didn't have to fucking mention it but it like yeah, it would have been relevant. cool to have some sort of acknowledgement about it and then the other big one that kind of like irked me about the movie is that at the end there's this farmer who's with morgan and he's kind of mentoring him through growing chicken through his first experience and it ultimately shows that he spoilers for this movie. <laughs> Super spoilers for a documentary <laughs> with information you could look up on the fucking internet where you found this podcast on a web zone. Continue. Uh, ultimately, it shows that he is getting screwed over by Big Chicken. Well, every farmer who is involved with yeah. Big Chicken is getting screwed over. At the end of the documentary, it kind of puts his story on the wall of the restaurant, and then at the end, it's just like. Yeah, he continues to get fucked over by Big Chicken. Yeah. And I wish there was some sort of resolution. Like, I wish it would have said, like, and Morgan has hired him. Like, I don't know. That's how. That's the vibe that I got, was that yeah. he was going to be his personal supplier, which 
totally pushes their agenda of wanting to look like they're healthy, but they're just the same as all the rest. Yeah. Like, I, I really appreciate, like, I don't want to spoil everything because I think that once you see the restaurant itself, like, that's a nice surprise. Like, that was, like, a fun little moment. And them figuring out the recipes and, like, just the way that the food looks and all this stuff. I, I think that it was a nice follow-up to to supersize me yeah. like not as like eye-opening or like surprising or like as i don't know what the word is for it like with supersize me but that was like a huge movement dude that was huge yeah. and i think that like <clears throat> the reason why it's interesting for him to come back is like he had a really big impact on the way that all these fast food uh, companies advertise themselves. Oh yeah, for and that's sure. why it's interesting for him to come back with it. And I love the way that he starts the movie. Do you remember how he starts it? Not exactly. He says that uh, someone who works in advertising with Hardee's or something wanted oh, him to right. make a documentary about how they're making things from scratch and how it's healthier, yeah. or how they're like trying to change. Uh, excuse me, uh, change the views of fast food, which is weird but like it it's strange but it's fucking cool because like that was like a great way for him to go like thanks for the idea fuck you yeah <laughs> could you imagine if you fucking did that like how much everybody would just accuse him of selling out man i i think that like he sold out in a way that made him likable you know because if he would have yeah. gone that way because that's he sold out to prove a point ultimately yeah and i thought that he was gonna lead into that where he was gonna say uh yeah this movie is brought to you by hardy's <laughs> you know like that that chain is gonna be owned by them but i don't know i think that his whole gimmick is pretty clever it's not that long of a movie it's pretty interesting uh some people would find it hard to watch especially if you're vegan or whatever like you see like dead chickens and stuff like yeah i i was not like i was like whatever it's a chicken because i'm i'm a i'm a monster dude and i think that chickens are food and uh, yeah, I, I don't you're care. A, you're a you're a clucking cuck. Is yep. how they t- is what they call you. <laughs> I make sure that all my chickens have to watch me have sex before I eat them. They get cluckolded. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he should have called this movie. Cluckolded. Uh, <laughs> that's what he should have opened the restaurant. As. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. But we've been going for a long time, man. That was a pretty quick <laughs> review. But unless you have anything else you want to bring no, up about no, no, no. it, because I thought we were gonna have more fun with it, but we had a great time recording all this shit. And I, yeah. I want to hit some mics and do some stuff tonight. Absolutely. Uh, but uh, let's wrap up our little review of this, and then you can plug whatever you want. So cool. I, it's funny, like you said, like for Outer Worlds, like eh, an eight. Like I would say, like this is like. If I'm really like being a stickler, it's like seven point nine 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 nine. You know, like it, it's it's good. Like I don't know how I would feel about seeing it in theaters. Like it would have been fine. Like I was laughing, but I wasn't like laughing my ass off. Like I I think that Super Size Me One was more compelling, but I think that this is has more truth in it, and like it's less conjecture. But uh, I give it like you know almost an eight out of ten. Just about. Uh, I hope that his next movie is with Michael Moore. And they work on his diet. That's the only joke I really wanted to get in. I, uh, yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. What is that man eating? What the fuck? Michael what, Moore? What is Michael Moore eating? I mean, according to Team America, he's double fisting pizza and hot dogs all the time. That's what it fucking seems like. I mean, <laughs> the dude, uh, seems to have not changed body mass since Bowling for Columbine. I mean, I, ju- I got nothing but respect for the guy. Did you see Fahrenheit 11.9, dude? 
Like, cause I'm is only that saying. The one that, wait, is dude, is that an actual movie he made? Yeah. Eleven nine. Fahrenheit eleven nine, dude. What the fuck, dude? It, it ended like the first when you're watching it, you think like it's just gonna be like him going fuck Trump, and it it starts out with him going like this is why he got elected, and then it ends up being about uh the water epidemic in uh in Flint in Flint Michigan, oh, yeah, okay. man, because that's where he's from, dude. Oh, and and he even like. The reason why I give that movie so much praise, like when I walked out of it, I was like, dude, that's like a five star movie because it changed my opinion and it felt honest. It, it made me look at Obama differently, like besides like the drone stuff, you know, and I know it's you're not supposed to get political and all that. Dude, he made a point to show that while this all this water shit was going on and Obama came to talk about it, Obama drank from a glass on the stage, you know, and like. That's that's I mean, kind of fucked up because that's kind of sweeping it under the rug. It is, yeah, but I mean, you can't. Either way, I'm I'm distracting guy. from the point of hand. Either way, it's a cool movie, Fahrenheit 11 Night. Okay. It'll break your heart. It's it's fucked up to watch because it's like watching mobsters like take over a town. But back to Super Size Me too. Oh yeah, I gotta give it a rating. Fi- your I'm final gonna, thoughts, I'm gonna, rating, whatever uh, you want to say. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten too. I mean, it was uh. It was good. I feel like he, yeah, he. What it was real. Like the first one was really eye opening, and I think this one. Uh, Even though again, those there may have been a lie or two in how eye opening it was, but it was just it was eye opening in the way of the marketing for sure. Exactly, and I think he after that it did change kind of the world of fast food for a lot of people. I mean, oh, a lot of people yeah, did dude. know that it was already bad for you before I, it came out. I, but I, oh yeah, everyone knew. But I feel like Chipotle had that movie when they were like designing their whole thing. Yeah, dude, yeah. They they had that movie in mind, dude, cuz they're I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, dude, I think that Chipotle was like one of the originators to have like the big words on the wall and mm-hmm. like our story and like ah bah, bah, it's super fresh and oops, E. coli, never mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoopsie daisy. Yeah, speaking of be... whoopsie daisies. Speaking of Speaking whoopsie, of whoopsie da- daisies, that's why I'm here everybody. Yeah. Thanks so much for coming on. Man. Um, this was a blast. We went for longer than I wanted to, but like I never hey. love to stop the train. Like I, yeah. I've, been, I've done. Normally, I shoot for eighty minutes because I like to respect people's time. Holy shit! Holy shit! Crazy. But um, I this will be like the third or fourth time we've gone for two hours, and it was Damn. a blast, dude. Yeah. I'm glad that I finally got you on because like we tried to do this a few weeks ago, but the timing was not right. It wasn't. And I'm glad we did this now, but we could do this again, man. Absolutely. Anytime you got, I know you got your own podcast to do and all that shit, uh, but anytime you want to come by and like go on the No Friends podcast to fuck with my brand. Absolutely. We can do it, but please Thank plug you. away, like say what you want to say. I'll let you have the last word. Uh, uh, Jesus, lots of pressure. Um, pressure is on. Uh, yeah. So have a podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Uh, Snickles with Jake and Darren. Check it out. Uh, let's help Jake get out of that cult. Um, and out of that cult. Uh, and into a bolt brought to you by Toyota. <laughs> this has been the No Friends Podcast. You don't have any other hashtags to mention, do you? I was just going to say my Instagram. Yeah, do it. At Dear Bear Sanchez. Uh, at Snickles Movie Cast. And on Twitter, at Darren Sucks. At Darren Sucks. And with that being said... This sucks. Why? Because it's all over. Thank goodness for me dropping my phone because we're at the end. Thanks so much, man. And for all you listeners, good night. And Darren is holding a raccoon dog toy.